Welcome back. Back again. Go for two. I'm the host, Drew. Welcome back, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, the millions and millions and millions listening at home. The long-awaited Go For Two NFL special brought to you by Podcast of the Year 2020, voted on by by many, the Two Beers Podcast. I'm Drew. We're ready for the playoff preview. I am accompanied by two of my favorite people, my regular co-host, He's always prepared for this one. I can't wait for the in-depth analysis on this week's pod. Jordan. Jordan, how are we, my man? Hey, guys. Hey. I had a great year. Great year picking all these things. I I don't I don't know if that was supposed to be me or how I that... I thought that was Mickey Mouse for a second. <laughs> I don't know what he was doing there. I don't it's know. Just, it's just squeech when you just when you just suck at something and you're just like, hey, guys, it's me. Oh. Over oh, here in the corner, you. I just suck. I got you. I got you. Well, don't shortchange yourself. So you got you uh, you gave everybody all those detailed dates on uh, on new TV shows on the on the Two Bears podcast. So you got that going for you. Um, and then we got the football guy, the football That's guy. Right. Aside That's from right. his assessment of certain quarterbacks, Teddy Teddy Rapantis. What's up, guys? Hey, what, what's the rule on saying Happy New Year? It's already January 11th. I can't say it anymore, right? You I say mean, whatever, ha- bro. You say hey, whatever happy- you want, man. It, I'll say Happy New Year. It seems like we, we pop on here right when a, a holiday's coming up or a holiday has passed, but it's time for Super Wild Card Weekend, and I can't wait to talk about it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Big uh, big weekend. I'm excited. A lot of a lot of awesome matchups. So, got a jam packed jam packed show. We're gonna we're gonna talk about some some thoughts on the regular season, some some picks that didn't go well, some awards, and then we're gonna get right into the. Uh, the festivities, but uh, it wouldn't be the go for two without everybody's favorite part. Story time with Teddy Rapantis, baby. Are we just not gonna crack beers, or do I always have? Oh to God it? damn it! That's the third time he's done that. I think. Damn it! <laughs> That's every damn episode. It. Damn it! How do you do this every week and just know how to do the the beer uh, thing, Jo? Uh, I don't know. Can we assume? I mean, he's only been or... doing it for about a year now. Ah, uh, assume positions. Go ahead, count us down. Three, two, one. Ah. All right, I have my last heady topper. Oh, that's depressing. It is. I am rocking a Cape May Stout. Brings the room together. Love you got to get May. through those, man. The brew, This is my last one. The brew, the brew abides. Is that from the Cape May Brewery itself? You, you yes. got it from there? I love that place. Uh, I mean, I didn't buy it directly at the brewery, but um, okay. they have it. All the Joe Canals down by me have it since it's you know basically <laughs> considered local. That's true. You are why, is that, why, is, why, is that, why is that funny, J.O.? It's just, uh, why would... It... <laughs> <laughs> why, why, is that, why would he ask if it's from like i mean you say it's from that brewery <laughs> he's asking you if you were at the brewery not of like hey is that 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 beer you said was from cape may is that from cape may yeah it's from cape may <laughs> <laughs> it's like, i don't wait i don't i don't i don't I know who we're making to the brewery. who are we making fun of here me or teddy i think he's making you. fun of me no, <laughs> no I true i know i know i'm kidding i i didn't know why i didn't know if he thought it was the cape may bro- fuck you jordan <laughs> you what do you what, what do you what do you what do you what are you sipping on over there football guy hey i got uh okay my cousin uh 
Christmas. He got me. Metallica has made their own whiskey. It's called Ooh. Blackened. It's named after one of their songs. It's a blend of straight whiskeys finished in black brandy casks. Nice. And uh, it's it's uh, 45% alcohol uh, vol- or nice. 90 proof, whatever that means. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, I'm, Wait, I'm so here's on my that. question. When you yes, say sir. it's named after one of their songs, do they Correct. have a song called Blackened? Or are you sp- yes. talking about, okay. The song is called Blackened. That's what that's what this whiskey is named after. They spent a couple of years uh, perfecting this, and uh, ever since it came out, I think it's been out for a couple of years. I've been uh, looking forward to getting this. My, so shout out to my cousin for grabbing me a bottle. How and, uh, uh, how is it? It's it's hey nice and smooth, man. I'm not a big whiskey drinker in general. I you know I'm more of a beer guy. Yeah. But uh, this is pretty good. I mean, this will be a good nightcap for tonight. Love it, there you go. love it, man. Getting uh, getting nice and warm and toasty over there. I got an ice cube in this thing, work. so it's perfect. I think it's All like right. four below out here in New Jersey, so yeah, it's, something uh, like that. It's the perfect stuff to warm me out. So, all right, all right. Well, now Teddy time or oh, Teddy time. <laughs> Teddy time. Teddy. Drew's on a roll to start this. Oh, right God, I wish you were a Teddy Ruspin. Say that again, I love John. Teddy <laughs> uh, that's an underrated movie, Ted. The first it one, is. at least. The first one was that. good. Yeah, that was a great yeah the second one was hot trash. But anyway, story time with Teddy Repentis, baby. Yeah, not not really uh, your usual story time here, where I'm talking about NFL films. But uh, <clears throat> a certain co-host here was playing me in the finals of our fantasy football championship. That's Drew. Uh, <laughs> as if as if anyone would assume that J.O. would be in any type of championship for fantasy Hey-o. football. Hey, I, I'm a two-time champion in our league, just the same as you, so I don't want, I don't want to hear that. <laughs> Go ahead, yeah. Teddy. Go ahead. Well, no, I mean, I made it to my second finals in a row. I made it last year. I had a heartbreaking loss. Uh, the team I played was pretty dominant, but I had a pretty good team. Coming back into this year, Lamar Jackson, Justin Jefferson, Travis Kelsey, I got those guys yeah. to thank. I don't think it was even a contest at all throughout this uh, the whole Sunday that we were watching this, Drew. I, I think I had uh, that no. in hand. For well, the first part. off, you you should thank the underrated running backs that you had, Montgomery and uh, no, uh, and Harris. Harris. No, M- uh, Mitchell, Elijah Mitchell from the 49ers, great free agent pickup from waivers, and uh, Damian Harris, who I had gotten the sixth round. Nobody wanted that guy, and he uh, he pretty much carried my running back. Uh, you didn't have? Did you have Montgomery too? I did not. I had uh, oh, okay. Kareem, Kareem Hunt. Kareem oh, Hunt that's right. That's guy. right. That's really right. Okay. Really explain how Drew, uh, you know, didn't yeah, win this. He no, he beat. No, hey, win. hey, listen. I I took out so, the I took out the yeah or a guy. I took out the guy who was going for a three peat uh, to get Teddy, and unfortunately, Matthew Stafford was my starting quarterback, and. Uh, yeah, he had, we, we, he had more 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 pick sixes in the in the semi and the semis and championship game for me than he did throw touchdowns. So was what I, it was. I'm off the Schneid. I'm off the Schneid. He is off the Schneid. Yeah, the, yeah all, I, all, I was owned two in the finals in that league. Uh, finally got the W. So uh, I just had to bring that up. Gloat a little bit here. Uh, it's hey man, it is what it is. I'm just destined to always finish in second place in that league. That's just where I am. So that's like go on prom night, right? He finished in second. <laughs> <laughs> Top rope. I always want to. Oh, I always want to tell one of those jokes. He got him! Oh man, he oh, got man. him! Oh, oh cue oh. up the hermit gif. I just witnessed a murder. <laughs> <laughs> hey, me and Go for oh. Twitter buddies now, so he'll like that one. Oh, he's, oh, it's great. I'm sitting here going nuts like a kid, like a kid opening his Christmas presents on that one. Oh. Uh, all right, let's get into it, boys. Uh, what are your overall thoughts here on the regular season? Jay, let's start with you. I want to get this on a nice upbeat note, and God knows that's your mo. Um, overall, a crazy year. COVID was insane. 
overall, just a lot of poor football out there. Tom Brady's the goat. That's that's my thoughts. That's I it. like it. I like. <laughs> we have a lot to get to. That's I'm, that's I'm not going to ramble I like on it. and just be the Murtaugh. So, Teddy, feel 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 free to ramble since you always come prepared. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sorry if I, you guys could stop <laughs> me. At since you come prepared. If you you guys could stop me at any point, I do tend to ramble a little oh, bit. Ah, perfect. But when you when you did when you did say that uh, there was not a lot of good teams or not a lot of good football, that kind of touches on my point. My overall thoughts, when you look at it, was there any best team in the league this year? There were so many upsets. Uh, it didn't seem like anybody wanted to grab that brass ring to be the number one team in the NFL. I mean, you can make a case for a number of teams. But it just seemed that there was a lot of mediocre football played, a lot of parity, a lot of upsets. And um, was it COVID-related? Uh, was it because a lot more a lot more teams are now taking risks on fourth down, uh, you know, going forward on fourth down than, than they have in the past? Uh, a, lot, a lot of it points to, uh, I found this one stat, a lot of the, the penalties that were called this year, roughing the passer, defensive pass interference, and taunting, all three of those penalties – were called more than they ever have been before in the past. Oof. So when you look at a, at a penalty like defensive pass interference, it's a spot foul. So quarterbacks that you know are praying for a miracle are just tossing it up, hoping they get a flag. You know that always favors the underdog. So in a lot of games this year, a lot of those penalties might have helped a lot of teams that you know weren't supposed to do so well. Um, on top of that, uh, this fourth down thing that I was talking about. The 2017 Eagles, Doug Peterson, those guys, I think, started this trend back in 2017. Uh, they went for they, – they tried 29 fourth down attempts uh, back in 2017, and they were successful on 17 of those 29 attempts. This year, there was about a third of the league that attempted 29 fourth down attempts. So that just tells you where the league is headed. A lot more coaches, a lot more teams are willing to take the risk. Uh, so a team like the Chargers. Do you have? I was gonna uh, say, do you, do you happen to have the top five teams that did that? The Chargers. The I know I don't have the teams, but I could tell you this: that I, I broke it down here. Overall, all 32 teams converted successfully 56% of the time on fourth down. There were 744 fourth down attempts across the NFL this year, the most since 1995. Okay. Uh, and. Um, the Chargers were the number one team in that. 65% conversion rate on mm. their fourth downs. What, uh, so what, what time do they play Sunday? Uh, they don't play Sunday at all. Okay. So that, that's, I Same see time as the Browns. Yeah. But I think, I think these fourth down conversions are just – I don't want to say it's, it's the evolution of the game because at heart I'm still a fan of run, run the ball well, play good defense, yeah. take the points when you need to. And, and it's going to be interesting to, interesting to see if in the playoffs does this kind of uh, game script – continue because when it comes to the playoffs you can't be taking these risks uh, unnecessary risks in a regular season game okay you might take a shot because hey if we win this game it puts us ourselves in a better position but that's yeah. what I noticed this year a lot more teams were willing to take the risk on fourth down is a big story this year yeah and like um listen if you're in their territory I'm fine going with it on fourth down regardless of where you know if you're on the 45-yard, you know what I mean, the 45-yard line, you want to go for it on fourth down and play that game. When you're when you're in your own territory, especially in between the third, you know, third the 35 and the 20, you should never be going for it on fourth down. That is asinine, and you don't deserve to win. Like we just yeah. saw with the Chargers this past weekend in a in a game to in a game they needed to win or sorry tie, <laughs> win or tie to make the playoffs. Win or tie, yeah. Um, 
that 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 was that was malpractice that that decision. So well, Br- Brandon Staley's going to get a lot of questions in the offseason about that. It, he's a rookie coach. Maybe he starts changing uh, his his take on this going going forward. But another number I found, another stat I found was that teams uh, this year, as a, compared to five years ago, teams are were going for it on fourth down one point five times more per team per game than they were five years ago. And if, like I said, five years ago was that Doug Peterson Eagles team 2017 that points right to that. So ever since then I feel like some teams have taken that that formula and, and have decided to uh, you know use it here and be a little be a little more risk uh, take a, take a few more risks in some of these games. But it, it know, reminds I, me of uh, like poker guys who play poker and it's like yeah. people who just chase after like into the river and into the into the turn that's a good comparison and it's just like what what are you doing these like oh the percentage it's like no you're 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 you think you're playing the percentages but it's just it's just not it's all situation and i and i, I think it's all that, situational yeah I, and i'd be curious on that on that peterson stat how, again how many of those where they went for it were they in were they in the opponent's territory versus their own territory oh yeah that, that's definitely an interesting take on it that you're saying right there yeah as opposed to when you, you're not doing it obviously yeah because i don't remember 20. i don't remember watching a ton of eagles game but, that year and saying oh my god why is he going for it on on his own 27 yard line do you know what i mean like yeah, so course. i'd be i'd be i'd be curious to see that's why i was gonna say, i'd be curious what, to see what some of those stats are but but what, what you're seeing where you're seeing the difference really is in years past you might see teams take field goals there right where they're in their opponent's territory and they're, yeah. they're in that weird spot Maybe you're going for three, but now teams are going to go for it. So the chances yeah. of uh, higher scoring games are there. So that, that's really the difference. I feel like in the past, you might those would have been field goals. Now they're not. So yeah. When, a th- yeah. when a third of the league is, is going at least going for it 30 times, attempting 30 att- uh, fourth down attempts, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's a big change to what the yeah, NFL could, used to be. It could be some of the you – know, there's, there's been a lot of inconsistent kickers, too, over the last uh, couple of years, I feel like. I feel like we've seen yeah. more and more missed field goals. But we digress. Keep, keep going, Ted. I mean, no, keep, I mean, giving that, us, keep giving us gold. That, that, that's the gist of it. My only other big thing was that uh, as far as, obviously, there's an extra game this year. Now, there's an extra game, right? So yep. we, we heard from a lot of people complaining, hey, there should be some asterisks on these offensive pass records or these all, any of these records. And it's like, hey, buddy, the NFL used to have 12 games, then it had 14 games, then it had 16 games. We never put asterisks on anything, you know, when we changed it back then. So adding another game, there's going to be no asterisks on these records. It's just the evolution of the game. It's a more pass-friendly offensive league uh you know if you look at one stat Patrick Mahomes in his career right now he's only played 63 games he's got more touchdowns than Roger Staubach and Bart Starr had in their careers and he's only 63 uh games into his career so that's where the NFL is headed these numbers are going to be shattered I mean guys are going to have astronomical numbers and records and touchdown passes and that's basically what you're saying is kiss my asterisk that's exactly what I'm saying. So it's it's just the way that the game is called now. There's more rules to protect the quarterback, yeah, offense, yeah. defensive pass interference, and all that. I so. feel like baseball is the only sport where records are like sacred anymore. Yeah, like yeah. there's. I just I, I feel like so many other sports, the rules have changed so much over the last like 30 years to where. Like the NBA, you know, is so offense is so favorable to the offenses now that like. 
who gives a shit about somebody scoring yeah. 30 points a game. You know what I mean? Whereas back when in the early 90s when you could hand check and do all that stuff and someone was scoring 30 a game. Great at playing FedEx delivery, guys. Um, <laughs> shout out, Mikey. Uh, you know, that was big time. But, so I think it's the same. Like baseball is the only sport where, you know, you really haven't seen those aggressive rule changes. So to me, that's yeah. the I think about records. And, and what this leads to, this, this these offensive explosions, uh, these fourth down risks, I mean, that's what I think you can – look to as a root cause of so many teams being 500 or better very late to mm. the season. We didn't have any playoff teams clinched until like, oh, I want to say week 15 or 16 this season, the latest it's ever been. So there's a lot more close games. There's a lot more, I guess, quote unquote parity. I, I wouldn't call it parity. I just think that the evolution of the game is uh, going to lead to some changes over the next few years in the NFL. And we'll see if it sticks. I don't know. This might not be the case in the playoffs. Maybe teams will be less less risk averse in the playoffs we'll see yeah yeah nah, it's all it's all good stuff as as usual uh I'm trying to wrap my head around what you less risk averse uh, I, yeah I, I think i misworded <laughs> that wait so they, they won't take on as much risk they will it's, not take as much risk correct it's okay. teddy time he can do what he wants i was just yeah i know he can do what he wants i was just trying to wrap my head around what he was no, trying he, to he's say. right i, I uh, as i said that i knew i was wrong uh, I, you may have been right i was just trying to piece it all together i don't know yeah Damn it, um, the beer is from Cape May. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, um, what else, Drew? What do you got, Drew? What, uh, you, what are your thoughts I'll on tell you it? What, I, you know, I think uh, first year in 17 weeks, I, I thought they did a good job. You know, I, I didn't uh, I didn't feel Eight, a ton uh, of difference. 17 games, 18 Sorry, 17. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah, yeah. 17 games. Um, I, didn't, I thought it was going to be a little funky, like with some of the records and the schedules, but I thought overall, I thought the NFL did a good job. Um, it did seem like COVID was more of a factor this year than last year, which is interesting. Um, yeah. So that, you know, that was curious. Uh, I The extra playoff team, and I think you saw it a lot this year, has grown on me. One, because I don't think the NFL, like, I mean, it's seven. It's not like they're letting 10 teams in. But I think it's what it's done is only having one bye in the first week I think you see you you see a lot more teams now playing their guys because teams that are still in the hunt for the one seed are going to continue to keep playing because before where you had one and two you'd have multiple you know you'd have basically if four you know the two teams in each conference had them wrapped up that's four teams that aren't going to be playing their guys um, and I think it's just a, a ripple effect so I do I do think only having that one buy has made it a little bit more competitive to where more teams that are in the hunt uh, are going to keep, you know, aren't just going to be the resting final weeks. Yeah, in the yeah. final, and then the final couple weeks just to keep, because you never know, because, you know, if you're only a game out, if this team's not playing somebody, then you're going to, you might play. Um, so I think that's been, been good. The big thing with that is, uh, to your point, the, the final week is all divisional games. So it makes yeah. it even more important. Yeah, exactly. Um, so that's been, I, I, I you know, I think that's been the the biggest benefit of having the extra extra team in the playoffs. There, um, I, I I've harped on it forever and ever on every podcast we've done since the season started. Uh, the play calling was just awful all season. Uh, Harbaugh is probably the biggest uh, biggest criminal of malpractice. Uh, Staley, I, I can't I just can't believe what we watched on Sunday night. Some of his nonsense. Uh, just again, go going forward on the twenty in on your own twenty, where the like they're get they're getting three points. Basically, you're just saying, all right, I'm I'm gonna give them three points. That's cool. It's like well, to, to I, be fair, they converted five or six in that game. You know, 
you know they were successful. Well, how, well, how many? Game. How many? Well, how many of those Until were on the? Moment. How many of those were on the last drive? Yeah, it was. It was. Just, I, that's true. That's a good point. That's and, what I'm and, saying. Like this. This was in the third. This was. This was two minutes into the third quarter. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, we're we're down. They're down three. It's like, ah, oh, it's fine. We'll just we'll just give up another three point. We we couldn't. We could barely score on this shit defense the entire first half. Let's just yeah. keep giving them points. Like you're just basically saying, here, here's free points. I I don't know. Like I I. Uh, Cardinals were six six or seven, Teddy. Six or seven. There you go. Most, yeah. mo- most in uh, most in thirty years. Amazing. Yeah, and again, I don't know how many of those were in in the fourth quarter. I imagine probably four of them were. Well, Herbert convert. Yeah, he converted at least three on one drive. Minimum. Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean whatever. So yeah, you, know, you have to put context. You know, in the words of Eric Bischoff, context is key uh, in some right. of these things. So uh, that I, I just I don't understand how some of these how these coaches are just doing this this ridiculous stuff uh that's why you see a team like some of a good point um the analytics you know yeah and these analytic nerds are just going too far with trying to do all this like special shit like going for two early and doing going forward on fourth you should be using analytics to just like you know see how many times in certain formations teams run certain plays and try to take things away from them and not trying to completely revolutionize, you know, how the NFL game is played. That's why, maybe that's why guys like Bill Belichick, Mike Tomlin, I know Tomlin goes for two, has gone for two more than a lot of other teams. Um, But some of these, some of these coaches that, you know, maybe they haven't had a ton of playoff success, but continually Andy Reid, they continuously win in the regular season. Maybe it's because they like use their freaking heads and don't play like assholes. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's the math that works. Um, and uh, how about this game on on Sunday? This uh, <laughs> the we're, we're, we're all making jokes on this last game. Like, oh, if it ends in a tie, they both get in, and the Steelers are out. And this game friggin' goes goes to overtime and comes down to the very last second where the Raiders kick a field goal. Uh, yeah. Mind blowing, what, Jordan. What was your th- going through your mind when that was happening? As a Steelers fan, we gotta we gotta know about uh, this. So, all right. So it's fifteen points. And well, I'm- hold on, Joe. Going into the game, did you have any real nerves that this game would end in a tie? No. Okay. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, no I was like, way. I was like, eh. Like, the, like so many things have to fall into place for them to be sitting there at the end of overtime, and and to have this play out. So. You know the game's going, and, and the Raiders go up by 15, and I'm like, okay, so this this is in the bag. You know they need to score and get a two point, and et cetera, et cetera. And the Chargers start doing this and converting all these crazy third downs and fourth downs, and they go and score and get the two point conversion because, as you said, with the early two point conversion, they did it early, and I'm like, okay, so what? Four and a half minutes left or whatever, like six minutes, whatever it is, I'm like, the Raiders are going to get the ball back. I'm like, at least get a few first downs here and run it down. And they immediately give it back to the Chargers. And I'm like, okay, um, let's get a stop. And then we should be good from there. And they don't get a stop. And then there's just more fourth down conversions. And I'm like, son of a bitch. If this goes to overtime, sure enough, with as time expires, they get the freaking touchdown. And I'm just like, Oh my God! They're going to overtime. That's when you're panicking, right there. And I, and and the nerves start to hit, and I'm like, okay, well, that's cool, but I'm like, really, what has to happen is the Raiders, like the team, has to go down, and whoever scores first has to get a field goal, and then the other team has to quickly go down and also get a field goal, and I'm like, man, 
What are the odds of that? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, but even I'm like, even still, like they, there's a chance they would stop this the second team, and, and you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So again, the Raiders go down, get stopped, kick a field goal, and then they kick off, and I'm like, okay, come on, like three and out, like it happens all the time, like three and out, let's go, and then the Chargers break off that. I can't remember if it was a third Mike, or fourth Mike, down. Mike, Mike Williams had some yeah, huge Mike Williams catches. was like a thirty yarder on what was it fourth yep. and nine, and it was yeah. just like. Yeah, I'm like no. So I'm like, please just. At that point, I was, I was, I was like, tackle, tackle, break it, break it, break it. No, I, no, something. Yeah, and, score a touchdown at that point. Right. I was saying, break it off. You know, like, and and, and Mike so Williams that, almost did. He almost made a ridiculous catch in the end zone. So then, yeah, with the amount of drops. I mean, the Raiders missed a um a touchdown too. It was a wide open throw that that uh, Carr threw a little bit long on yep. on the previous drive. And so I'm just like shitting myself, and I'm like, okay. So now, so now it's tied. There's like four, what, four and a half minutes left, and I'm like, there's no reason for them to even try and move the ball, or for the other team to call a timeout. I'm like, this is yeah. this is ridiculous. And so, you know, it's kind of like muddling here, muddling there. We all saw what happened, and then it's like two and a half minutes left, and I'm like, we're screwed. Like they're just gonna like, why would they even run plays? And so inexplicably the chargers called timeout because they weren't they were scared of the set they had out there yeah the raider the raiders again i'm thinking they're gonna like maybe take a knee or maybe just kind of like piss around they rip off like a 10 yard run i'm like jacobs yeah i'm like uh, i think they get one more run after that and i'm like they are in field goal range that was the one that was third and four after the time so Carr said that if the chargers had not called that timeout they were they were I think they were in, they were in shotgun. I think that they were going to try to pick up the 4 yards. But uh once they called the timeout, they said, "Okay, we're going to take a run here and if we get into field goal range, we're going to call the timeout and kick the field goal." So I think their thought process was the whole time was that they were going to attempt to go for the field goal if they could, but they they weren't really going to try to risk it. So so my mindset here is this is what I was thinking at the time. I'm like, "Okay, I don't think they should go for this field goal because there's a minuscule chance that it gets blocked in return of the house. There is a 0% chance you miss the playoffs if you just kneel it. So it's like a minuscule percentage with some... At the time, I wasn't really thinking about what they had to gain. And then, conversely, you there's no risk if you just kneel it. But, as a few people said, you know, how many blocked field goals and return to the house have there been in the nfl in the past year five years ten years like not I mean, very many right but how, how many missed uh, ah yeah that's true I, not, I don't, not, yeah. not very many yeah it's i not, agree yeah it's not a common to, to thing. your to your point i agree like was it worth the risk i guess i well here's the real question Do so you, then so so then uh, yeah. there's there's some raiders fans who are like well yeah like and again, from a third party point of view, I'm not really thinking of, of it this way, but from their point of view, they're like, dude, we don't want to go play Kansas City. Yeah, like, I was about to exactly. say that. Like, that they, always the smack us, they always smack us around. Like, let's kick the field goal and go play Cincinnati, who just has an equally abysmal playoff record as us. So let's let's go do that. Exactly. And, and so there, which made sense. I thought if it was like a 35-yard field goal, they would do it. But in the 40s, I thought they would just kneel it. But man, I am so glad that they decided to kick it, and I just, I was, I, I, I was like breathless for a little while, and then when they kicked the field goal, I was like, "Thank God!" 
And there was a so, couple Steelers players live tweeting while that was going on as well that were uh, couldn't believe what the hell was happening either. And Big Ben, I mean, you know, dropping balls, chipping on the 18th green. He's now, like, sitting in the cart on the 18th green, just, like, acting like it's, uh, you know, uh, uh, beer pong. He got a mulligan, like he, like man. He's, like he's he's throwing he's throwing the the uh, the the balls onto the 18th green to see if he can roll them in the cup. He's just screwing <laughs> around. He's dicking around, just taking multiple putts. Yeah, he, uh, he his 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 round has been over for a while, but he's he's still just dicking around on the. 18th I, I love green. how we, we we've uh, that's grown over the past five episodes. It started, <laughs> yeah. He was on the back nine. Now he's on the 18th. I love it. Oh, uh, yep. Two two quick things on this game before we move on. One. Gut, just gut feeling. If the Chargers don't call the timeout, does that game end in a tie, Teddy? I'm gonna say no because the Raiders were lined up in shotgun. I'm pretty sure Derek Carr was gonna try to pick up that first down, whether they ran or pass or, or pass. They were gonna try at least. So I, I think they would have converted it. But they wouldn't have if they don't if they don't convert it. They're not kicking that field. They're not. If kicking they don't field. convert it, they're just gonna take. They're gonna uh, let the clock run down and I guess either punt it and then I don't know. Then it's on the Chargers to decide what to do. So. Jo, Chargers don't call timeout. Ends in a tie. I, I hundred percent agree. I think if they, I think when they called timeout, I think the Raiders were like, yeah. "Well, shit, are they playing games? Like, if we, if we, uh, if we don't, if, 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 are they gonna call timeout again and have make us punt the ball back to them and try some crazy shit?" And they were like, "All right, well, let's, 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 let's run a real play and try to get into position." Yeah, so, the, the the goal was the whole time. I, I don't think I don't think anybody's sitting there. I, I don't think these NFL teams are sitting there. Think in the in the in the heat of all that. The goal is to get into the playoffs. I don't think Correct. they're si- I don't think they're sitting there like in any calculation conversation in that final like thirty seconds. Oh my god, let's not play the cheat. Cause, like the I mean the Chief, Listen, the Chiefs have looked incredibly vulnerable this year at times. Like I know they've ripped off, but a they lot always of smoke the Raiders though. Well, hey, listen, like you know that's why you play the games. I just don't think in that heat of the moment. I think for the Raiders organization getting to the playoffs, how do what's the best way for us to get to the playoffs here? Uh, and to Jo's point. You know, kick a field goal, small percentage chance you may not get in if something crazy happens. Just take the knee, you get in. So, and, hey, and, hey, and I'll not, say this: knock even out a, a division rival too. The, at, eh. at, the, at the time, yeah, I think that's a big thing too. And and at the time, I kind of chalked it up to more of, you know what, like going into the playoffs, like you want your guys to have sort of like a little bit of cockiness, and it's like you know what, a little bit what you said, Teddy. Like this is our division rivals. Let's send them home, but also like. You know what we do? We go for the win. We we put on our big boy pants. We don't worry about the minuscule chance that this is going to be blocked. We put on our big boy pants. We grow a set of balls and we go for the win. I like. So it. I I think that that to me it was more about like hmm. you know what we're in position. Let's let's show let's show the team that like we got a set. Let let's grow a pair and, and do it. And send the other team home. Get the victory. Go to the playoffs. Go play the Bengals. I I, I think that kind of like. You factor in so many things. You just throw your hands up in the air and you're like, "Bang! Let, let's just let's just win." How about we there, just win? How about that? Exactly. And hey, the Raiders <laughs> tweeted it out after. It's not just tie, baby. It's just win, baby. That's their motto. And uh, there were there was a moment after the game. I was looking it up I, and I noticed Austin Eckler. One of the players in the Raiders went over and told him, "Hey, we were going to take a knee on it." And Austin Eckler uh, couldn't believe it. He said, "Yeah, we were going to take a knee." So supposedly that's what they said to each other on the sideline there. So. Who knows if the Raiders really were going to take a knee or if they were going to go take that first down? Yeah, I 
Yeah, I I think just making the I think they were gonna just be happy just going into the playoffs Absolutely. based on based on everything that happened this season from losing to the dumpster fire Giants and then rattling all four straight wins. I think they would have felt fine just getting into the playoffs there. But all right, so that's that's overall thoughts on the season. Uh, real quick, so now obviously you know Black Monday comes out. Um, we have a lot of coaches getting fired. Uh, I think the last. The last expected coach got fired here a couple hours ago with Judge getting the uh, the axe from from the Giants. What do you guys think is the most attractive job opening? Wait, right now? wait a minute, wait a minute. On Joe Judge, didn't he just say that players were calling him, oh. wishing wishing that they were still on the Giants? Teams, he did. players that he are did. playing for other teams, making more money somewhere else, calling Joe Judge saying, "Hey, I wish I was on the Giants." Yeah, guys, yeah. Bill Bill Simmons is calling me right now to get me on uh, one of his podcasts to leave you guys in the lurch. So I guess I'm I guess I'm getting out of here. Hey, man, on to greener pastures. <laughs> we all we all can say a lot of things. Yeah, uh, um, If I had to say what the what the best opening is right now, I guess who do we well, who do we ha- who do we have? We have the Miami job. We have the Vikings, the Giants, Chicago, Chicago and, Jacksonville, uh, right? Because Jacksonville, yeah, Jacksonville open. is just an interim. Ah. <sighs> uh, Hey Jordan, you want to take this one first? I have to think about that one. Uh, yeah, Miami. I'd say um, they just—they have so much young talent and so much uh, like just between the cap space, the draft picks, the young talent, so many possibilities. Uh, I'll say them. Um, but also, I think Denver is only like yeah, Denver's a, quarter, got a, lot of a quarterback Denver, away yes. from, and with so many quarterbacks kind of available this year, which is not common. Uh, I'd say Denver and and Miami are the two that I think would be the most attractive. I'm I'm with you on Denver because I still believe, I mean, if if this whole Rodgers situation, how this is going to play out, and the rumors of them wanting to go after Devontae Adams, who's a free agent, they're interviewing the Packers offensive coordinator at some point, Nathaniel Hackett. That was the rumor. They're going to sign him as a coach. Rodgers goes over. Adams goes over. You have Javante Williams. You have the receivers that you have there. Uh, you know, you, you have Sutton and you have uh, Jerry Judy and all that. So that might be the most attractive job. Uh, just to play devil's advocate, I'll say maybe Minnesota because there's a lot of talent there. It just depends Fuck on you, Kirk Teddy. Cousins. Sorry, Drew. Go Teddy. ahead. I'll let you Fuck. expound on it. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I was going to say Minnesota only because not only because I think they have a lot they also have some good young talent there and you know I mean doubt I mean I don't think any podcast is uh has has stroked Dalvin Cook more than our podcast has Mm. here entire season Mm, mm, mm. but like if 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 it's true and you believe Rodgers will leave there I I mean that division to me is just a wide open division that you will you can immediately compete in when you have when you look at the you know Green Bay which without Rodgers and Adams, that team's falling off. The Bears, you know, okay, whatever. Justin Fields, the Lions. I mean, they're probably in the best shape because they got the best quarterback, obviously. And then, obviously. Uh, <laughs> and then you have the Vi- you know what I mean. Then you have the Vikings. So I, I think from a, if I'm a coach and I'm thinking about having some immediate success going over there, I, I think Minnesota. That's a good point. I think Minnesota gets you there. I mean, Denver probably has the better roster, especially. If but you you're believe- in a division with Mahomes. Yeah, I was going to say. I said, and, and to be fair, I mean, the AFC West was probably the most competitive division this mm-hmm. year, right? From I a win-loss from a win-loss, from a win-loss yeah. perspective, yeah. Yeah. 
Not right? the toughest, but maybe because the NFC yeah. the NFC West would be the other one. But I mean, the They're Seattle the was Seattle was pretty bad, and I mean they only won the last couple of games because some teams threw the towel in. So um, a- AFC North, I mean the North was uh, competitive as well. Yeah, meh, 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 was it? I mean, I it think was it? Yeah, was it? Do you want the actual answer, or do you want to keep just saying was it? That? I'm trying to do that Thor from Rangarok scene with Banner. Hey, Banner can be better than Hulk. Is he, though? Anyway, uh, yeah, so I think the Vikings is the uh, – I think the Vikings – but, yeah, I That's think the three I I think. I think the three teams we just mentioned, though, are the tops. I think uh, the Giants, uh, despite some big blue uh, fandom, I, I wouldn't go near that job. No uh, you know – who else do we have? We they have. Need, they, first of all, they, they're going to need a new general manager. They fired, uh, I mean, Gettleman, I guess, quote unquote, right. retired. He retired. Yeah. <laughs> so they, right now, they're gonna, they're, they need a, a guy, a football guy, to come in there and, uh, you know, turn things around and find a head coach that he's going to work with. Because that, that's the issue. With, that's why Flores got fired. As, as well as he's done the last two years and the team plays for him. It seems like he did not get along with the general manager. Yeah. So you have to have a coach and, and a GM that are going to work hand-in-hand. Hand. That's why, you know, the Steelers, uh, even the Niners in recent years with John Lynch and Shanahan, you just have to have a good partnership with your GM and your coach. That's the only way it's going to work. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm with you there. Uh, and I get Jacksonville's – it's just so hard to know what they are because uh, – Yeah, that's a real job. Was, he was so bad. So, I mean, who even knows if – how good Trevor Lawrence can really be and, and all those guys. So hey, let's shout them out while we're here then. Uh, the Jaguars taking down the Colts in a shocker. And how about the fans staging a clown out because they want their general manager fired? I, I as a, <laughs> the People on this podcast m- might not know this. I'm a big fan of clowns. I love clowns. So I just love that the whole, <laughs> so weird. The whole stadium <laughs> dressed as clowns. And if you can find some video clips online of these fans uh, – trying to uh, tell their uh, GM or their owner to fire Trent Baalke, who's also the former 49ers GM. He sucked. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy's dressed as a clown right now. I've recorded the podcast. I am. His whiskey. I am. Yeah. <laughs> his whiskey. I love, I love that fact about you. Um, <laughs> all right. Last coaching question. Do we see Harbaugh in the NFL next year? Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say looking at these openings, uh, we might, I think we might see him down in Miami. Jordan. Uh, sure. I don't think so. I think he stays in Michigan. I don't care. I hate all the Harbaugh's. No, of course. You, <laughs> that's, of course that's, of that's, that's, that's the only Super Bowl I, I, I've ever missed. Is that, I was just like, I, I don't want to watch this. That's yeah. a heartbreaker for me. I It broke my heart for different reasons, but, and obviously Teddy's. So yes, we, yes. All, we, we all were upset about it. Yep. All right. So those are our coaching, coaching corner. Uh, that would have been good to say at the beginning of that. Uh, Let's like what what are we had some we had a lot of predictions on this podcast. I'm not gonna lie, I think we did a pretty good job with a lot of these teams. I mean, we were all over the Bengals, the Chargers. No, we weren't. The, we all agreed they'd have six wins. Well, well, we but we thought they were gonna be a frisky competitive team. But we still thought they were gonna be a frisky competitive team. They just had, had we did say the word frisky, and we agreed on <laughs> six wins. We did. We were we were on the Patriots. We'll say that. That's Go to your one. corner, Jordan. I just put you in your corner. Hey, the beer's from Cape May, all right? Fuck you. <laughs> I fucking hate this guy. Um, I still think we did good. Cardinals, we, I know. The you AM guys did, did at least the, half decent. I, I did very poorly. I disagree. Yeah. I think you I think you did the a really only nice thing, job. Well, let's just get into it then, because I think the only thing I got right was the Steelers. <laughs> you might be right. But we all picked the Steelers to make the playoffs. 
I, 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 I'll give myself the nod because I said all year I just kept saying nine and eight, seven seed, nine and eight, seven seed. They went, they friggin' tied the the mother loving Detroit Lions and went nine, seven and one and mate got the seven seed. And like so. Teddy said, that tie was gonna was gonna help them get no, the playoffs. Stop repeating the nonsense. <laughs> no, no, they got they it. They would have won that it. game. They would have won the division. Stop. In spite of it. Stop! <laughs> they got in despite that, not it's because great. of that. Uh, well, they listen, can't keep g- getting away with it. As great as great as some of our predictions were, <laughs> I think some of the let's let's talk about some of the blunders during uh, during this year that we got way off because I think I some of say, those. I had there. three. Let so go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say, Jo, you I, probably are there. Let's let's I, go with I, you. I, I had three that were just just awful. Um, and two, oh wait, you got to help me with the third one. But this, the first one I'll say was in the pre, I'm pretty sure it was the preview show. And I tried to will it into existence the whole season. So many times <laughs> I was, but saying that the Titans, uh, carriage was going to turn back into a pumpkin. Um, and that not only did that did not happen, they were the friggin' one seed in the AFC. So. And lost Derek Henry Derek halfway Henry. through the, halfway through the year, yeah. which Right before we did, right before he went down, we were recording like the next like two days after, and yeah. my my number one bullet point for that episode was going to be Derrick Henry is the story, whether or not he gets injured or stays healthy. Derrick Henry is the story, and then he goes down, and I was like, son of a bitch! I actually had something cool to say, <laughs> but uh, he would have been, he would have been. Um, yeah. So I mean, anyway, uh, so that one I was way off. I was way off on I Seattle was my underdog Super Bowl pick with Russ cooking and being the MVP. That couldn't have been more far far off. Uh, they did yeah, he they, once he got healthy at the end of the year. They were more competitive, but still, just not even close. Um, and then the third thing was oh the uh, well that was last episode right? Yeah, I so say like, you 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 guys better have this this crackhead on, moment on, on. This was the third one. La- Drew called for last call. You know we want to change any predictions, and Teddy and I both called for the Browns <laughs> to win the AFC North. And Drew, I- Drew's like the, the Cleveland Browns, and I'm like, dude, they have perfect running matchups. They're gonna feed Chubb, and they're gonna grind teams down. They're not gonna ask Baker to do too much, and they're gonna go and, and take this division in the last five weeks. And they did the exact opposite <laughs> to the point where, like, in game, the like the nonpartisan announcers are like, "I swear, why aren't they giving it to Chubb?" This, yeah, is, they, this is that criminal. was the best. That we're watching. <laughs> I'm watching the game, and I, and I hear the announcers say, "How are they not giving 24 the ball?" And I'm like, "This is what me and Jordan have been saying." I was all yeah on that podcast. I was like, "What what 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 makes you guys trust that they're going to actually?" Like run the ball with Chubb and not or try like, to. How can they and, not? He's their best player. <laughs> I'm like, do you have you do you watch the Cleveland Browns? Like, I, I and Baker Mayfield. Oh, Baker's in the midst of 12 straight incompletions, <laughs> and they're in the gun. And it's like, oh my god. I, I don't know that I've ever been more offended by a prediction. <laughs> well, uh, and just and the, the two of you were so, you were so we offended. Yeah, we like were... adamant. I'm like, what is? I was like, I, I'm okay with you guys not thinking the Ravens are winning the division, but Jesus, we're going with the Browns. Uh, so, so to be fair, I'll I'll take more of the brunt of it because in the preview show, I picked the Browns to go like twelve and four and win the whole win the whole. You division. both had them winning the division. I, I don't, okay, I don't yeah. remember if Jordan did. I know which Jordan is which is fine. Team. Like then, but oh my yeah. god. Uh. So the thing with them is too. To be fair, I mean they had two games there after we made that prediction. They went out and dropped two winnable games where they had control. That they had 
the upset in their hands. Because they're Green the Browns. Bay. Exactly, against Green yeah. Bay, even with Baker throwing yeah, four picks. Yeah, that was picks. a bad choice. And, Baker, and Baker throws four picks, and they're still having him that, throw that, the ball. That was short-sighted. Chubb is breaking tackles left and right, and they're having Baker throw the ball. And, it was, like, and Nick Chubb is averaging five and a half yards a carry. Uh, like Barry Sanders <laughs> in 97. Ridiculous. Or Chris Johnson in 2004, whatever it was. Yeah, uh. and, they, and there was another game. It was the Packers game, and, he, and it might have been a divisional game. Two games that they should have won. They would have been right there, but exactly like Jordan said, they went in and out and <laughs> did the complete opposite of what we thought they would do. Uh. So that was a big blunder for both of us. And my my other bad one. My other bad one for me. Uh, I you know I, I couldn't go back and think of what else I got wrong, but I I had Josh Allen uh, winning the MVP and having a, a monster year now. He had an okay year. The Bills still won the division, but as compared to what he did last year, it was nowhere near. There was a lot of times this year where it just seemed like the Bills couldn't finish out games, and it just something felt off about those guys this year, although they still finished with a respectable record. Uh, that was a big blunder for me, Josh Allen as the MVP. He wasn't even close to anywhere being in the MVP conversation this year. Yeah. And Drew, you might have more. Of the, I, I don't even know what else I might have that I said wrong, but you might have more than me. I, uh, what, of stuff that you said that was wrong? Yeah, or, or just what you what you got no, wrong. I think, yeah, like I said, I, I don't think. I, I think I, we did pretty yeah. well otherwise. Yeah, I, I do too. Uh, my, I didn't have a ton of, my, my biggest ones that I had, one was I was. I was oh, wait a minute. We, we both forgot. Wait a minute. Me and J.O., was it, no, was it me and you, Drew, or me and J.O.? We were all on the Fitzpatrick-Washington bandwagon. You were. I wasn't, I, I okay, wasn't going to so bring that up. But, that's uh, another yeah. big blunder. That's a big Which, blunder by me I, as well. Yeah, well, I, I wasn't as much. And if you go back and listen, I was like, look, Fitzpatrick's going to do Fitzpatrick. I said, but to me, the defense is where it's going to be. Yeah, and I had happen. Chase Young, and that, that, that was the big blunder. Like, their and I was, defense was, was just piss poor. Yeah, and I was completely off on Dallas. I apologize to the Cowboys, but uh, hey, we got to beat your asses this week. So, is trickeration a word? I have that written and boxed on uh, our notes the first episode. Hmm. <laughs> trickeration people use it. I don't know. Interesting. Um, anyway, uh, my was my way, way, way too early. Tory White end zone spike or touchdown spike on the Carolina Panthers making the playoffs. Uh, I, <laughs> I, 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 I got really squirrely with my NFC predictions or in the preview show, and they were one of them. And when they went off that three and zero start, man, I was I was doing the DX chop on that podcast, going crazy. And it just, I mean, granted, granted, they lost they lost their running back and then their starting quarterback, but plenty of time to recoup or to, to recover here and uh squeak in at the the seven seed and they just couldn't do it so that i was i was really feeling myself after after that hot start and that was bad uh and then halfway through i just irrationally changed my chief super bowl pick to the ravens because they just kept winning like they they were winning games that they shouldn't have won and somehow were just finding a way late to like just win by two points like their point their their point differential was like on pace with the lions for a while to the point <laughs> but they were but they were just win- they were on the opposite end like they, eight and three, they like, started out, right? like t- tucker tucker yeah, was three yeah tucker was getting crossed you know uh 
<laughs> he was hitting the cross sixty-six yard field goals. Yeah, like he's he's sitting there. He's he's getting the double doinks to go in. The Lions are getting the double doinks to miss. And I'm just like, you know what? The Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl. That's what's going to happen now, guys. Um, and <laughs> I, don't I, I don't think they. I don't. I don't think they won a game after I did that. So uh, <laughs> no, that was not. probably my biggest one. My <laughs> our our original our original like double down fold on just real quick. Uh, yeah, Seattle Jo just way off. Um, our, our question on Matt Stafford being overrated, time still will tell. Me and Teddy were still mad on point with Gronk being a, tight, a top three tight end. Guy got his, he got yeah. all his incentive checks. He got his incentives, man. <laughs> what about one three, tight end? I got my Millie. I got my Millie. Where are we going? We going in the that. city with my Millie? Uh, love that guy. Dude, he's the best. Uh, Jordan was all in on the Vikings. Uh, so close, yet so far away. Hey, I'm glad. Oh, here's, oh. One, here's one thing that I, I jumped off. Uh, now, I picked the Niners, right, to do well, obviously. At some point in, in this season, I jumped off. or And then I got back on, and I said, they're going to go 3-6 and six and make a run. They did make a run. I do recall that. They did. You had them making the. You had them losing that game to the Rams, yeah. which would have put them at three and seven, I think, right? No, three and six. It would have put them at three and six, and then making it. And they ended up winning that they game. They still did. And yeah, then they still made up, it. yeah, they ended up going there. Yeah. Oh, sorry. My last ridiculous uh, was that the 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 Bears were going to miss the playoffs by one game. So sorry, I just wrote that as I'm reading my. By one, stuff. you meant like seven, right? No, I meant one. That's why it's a blunder. I know. Teddy. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> That's why it's a blunder. Uh, so yeah, so we had we had some funsies with uh, with some of our predictions. But again, I, I still stand by. I thought we were. I thought a lot of our takes. Well, sorry, we don't do hot takes on this pod. We just spit the facts. I thought we were pretty good with a lot of our uh, our thoughts throughout the year. Uh, so let's talk awards. MVP. I think this is the big one. Uh, our preseason picks, Teddy. Josh Allen, Jordan, womp womp, Russell Wilson, womp womp. I'll do the womp womp for you, JL. Okay. Womp womp. <laughs> I'm like and <laughs> Drew Drew Tomaski, Tom Brady the first. Wow. Those are our three predictions. Uh, Jo, who's gonna win MVP? Uh, going to win probably Aaron Rodgers, who should win Tom Thomas Smithison the Brady. Thomas now, Edward the Brady. No, I have. I, I think, have, I'm pretty sure it's the Smithison, but I have some. I have some very mild stats on this. I'll be real quick, Teddy. You might have more to sway us, but no, it's all you. It's all you. Go ahead. I was gonna say because that's and I'll because I'll go next. I I I have it between Brady and Rodgers. I think they're gonna end up giving it to Aaron Rodgers as well. Uh. Because he's so 37 touchdowns, only four interceptions, and I think that's going to be the difference. Yeah, uh, he did play one less game than Brady, but both teams finished 13 to four. The Packers did lose that game that Rodgers was out. Brady 43 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Uh, uh, he had a decent amount here once Fournette went down, and they lost uh, Godwin. So I don't know if that gets taken into account. Their, their passer completion, almost the same, 68% to 69%. I, I didn't look at yards because, to me, yards are meaningless in the NFL today. Like, if almost every quarterback throws for 4,000 yards at this point. So those are my, my big stats on those guys to where I, I, I just I just feel like it's going to be Rodgers' award. Let me ask year. you a question, though. Who votes on this? The writers? It's writers, yeah. right? 
It's yeah. it's it's there's about thirty to thirty five. I don't know how many there are, but it's the writers from the AP, I believe. It's it's a bunch it's, of writers from across the country. It's going to be Brady because here's why: Th- those people are going to be. Pissed. Oh, that was my next point. Good point. Th- ah. Those people You're are talking about be... that writer that came out and called Rogers a bad guy. No, I don't know. I'm just going to say they're going to be pissed that Rogers thought he was like holier than thou on his. Yeah, that was the COVID story thing. last week. Yeah, I was going to say, does the COVID issue, does the COVID thing come well, back affect, to bite? Affect the yeah. voters? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think it does. So I, it probably I, will be. I great. don't know. Well, yeah, I also believe the same as you guys. It's I think it should be Brady, but it's probably going to be Rogers. But last week, uh, a writer came out, a guy who has a vote for this MVP, and and said uh, he's not voting for Rogers because Rogers is quote unquote a bad guy and, and thinks <laughs> and thinks too highly of himself. And Rogers came out and called the writer a bum. I don't know if you guys saw that story. I, I did not see that. Yeah, um, it's a, it was a big thing last week, but then I read something today or yesterday. One of the writers said, no, like, just because one writer thinks that Rodgers is a bad guy, that's not how we're going to vote on it. We're going to vote on it how we see fit, you know, by the numbers. But, Rod- but you're right. It's really that TD to INT ratio if, that's going to yeah. give it to him. If I, if, I, no, if I was that writer, I would have I phrased it differently and said, Rodgers' actions have shown that he's more about himself than his team. Like, I think that's more. That's true. That's I point. think that's probably that probably would have been a better way to say that because to me, by saying you're not going to vote for him because he's a bad guy, that that writer should lose his vote. Yeah, you look bad by saying it like that. Yeah, I, I, but Rogers yeah, is yeah. minus six twenty five on the betting sites, and Brady's plus four hundred. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Oh, Brady, that's good value for Brady right now. Maybe we should throw a couple five skis on that. The thing with Rogers is too, if you look at his numbers, uh, maybe the last like six to seven years, his TD to INT ratio was always it's like that. Yeah, it's, it's like it's like you know he had one year where I think he was like thirty-five to two. Like it's crazy. He doesn't yeah, throw forget. interceptions. Yeah, I think he had he had forty three touchdowns last year. I forget what the INT was, but um, these three years since Lafleur's come there have been uh, some of his best years statistically. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they're not good enough, and he wants to get out of there. So, <laughs> go yep. figure. Um, all right, so that's MVP. So, we're, we all, we're all in agreement. It's probably – well, Jay, you think Brady's going to get it, right? Um, well, we all said the same thing. Well, I was going to say, Rogers but you just changed it. Oh, I thought you just changed it to Brady. I, uh, sure, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> let's, let's all right, so it's, it's Rodgers or Brady. Okay. Um what about defensive player of the year, Ted? What do you what do you what do you got here? Well, I'll, I'll let T, uh, let uh, <laughs> TJ. Yeah, I'll, I'll let JO expound on it more. For me now, after uh, this past week's game, it's got to be TJ Watt. He uh, tied Michael Strahan's single season sack record. And for the idiots out there saying that there's an extra game, TJ Watt actually did it in less games than Strahan. He only played in 15 games. It took Strahan 16. So and nobody. TJ, and nobody just gave uh, TJ a sack to get exactly. it. Exactly. No, nobody they just laid down. We're taking them away. So, so right after, just because of that, I had Micah Parsons up until that point. But for me, it's got to be TJ Watt on on that Steelers defense. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I'm going to go TJ Watt as well, just because the record. Um, he when he's healthy, the Steelers defense is completely different. Um, so I mean, it's just a ridiculous impact on the game. Uh, in regards to the the number of games, I hear you, Teddy. My problem with that is like, well, you didn't you, you you got injured and then you had the extra games to recover. Like, it's still you still it was still a, a 
seventeen fact. game yeah, season fair, versus six. Fair like, assessment. No, I get that. You, I mean, if he played in every game, I mean, he he would have broke that record way before. Yeah, but he didn't. He got injured. So yeah. whatever you didn't have yourself to a point where you didn't get injured. You know, whatever the case was. So if you would have yeah. got injured in a sixteen game season, like you wouldn't have got it. But here nor there, I don't really care. It, I mean, it's incredible either way. Um, and he's just, he's just a terror. I, I give it to him. Which uh, that's one thing I actually got right was because I said I said look I'm picking Chase Young, but if if I don't go Chase Young I said the best value is probably T.J. Watt and then also Miles Garrett and if I remember correctly T.J. Watt was plus eight hundred at the beginning of the year. As yeah, he was close to that. And, and Parsons to give Parsons some credit he's gonna probably get Defensive Rookie of the Year at least, but he'll get some votes for Defensive Player of the Year too probably. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, I. <sighs> I wanted to stick on my Miles Garrett train, but I, I I just couldn't do it, especially when they melted down there. So I think Watt's going to get it as well. I, I do think it's comical, people that are arguing. I see Twitter people arguing that it should be Trayvon Diggs. Listen, I, I get Diggs had 11 interceptions. He also led the league in uh, passing yards given up. <laughs> so, yeah. like, yeah. listen, he's, exactly he's a lockdown he, he is he, he is he is like a, a, a lesser version of Asante Samuel. Like, it's boom or bust. Like, he's either going all out for a pick or he's getting exactly. burned and giving up giving up a ton of yards so uh, he's not he's why not do you getting Darrell Revis didn't have so many interceptions nobody yeah, threw he, his way you know yeah he, he is not getting defensive player of the year so um you know good player but yeah it's you know you, you got to look at the entire body of work in that aspect uh what do you what do you think for offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year well, I said Parsons for defensive rookie of the year. It's got to be him. Yeah, no, no, no doubt brainer. about it. Yep. For offensive, uh, I mean, it's hard not to give it to Jamar Chase after the, the last couple of weeks he's had. I, I would have said Mac Jones for a while there at some point in the season. Maybe he's been the best rookie QB of the of the crop, but I can't give him the, the award now with the way Jamar Chase played. So I'm, I'm going with Jamar Chase. Chase. 100%, 100% n- nailed it. I mean, yeah. We we said it on the uh, either episode sixty four or episode sixty five, but like I, I feel like I'm just watching like Randy Moss or To or like one of those guys like they just or like Andre Johnson or I, I I don't know just somebody it is it's incredible to watch it that is. guy just yeah. like my my lord and I'm in Joe Burrow for the next ten years together man I feel yeah. like Jamar Chase could make me look like a good quarterback and be like <laughs> Jamar Jamar you out there and just just whip it out there and just yeah. I uh I I thought Najee still had it up until about three weeks ago, and then I think Jamar just absolutely just took it from him right out of his hands. Yeah. So, because I mean Najee still had a, a really, despite Pittsburgh's awful, <laughs> awful offense. I mean he still had. What do you have? Twelve hundred. He saw twelve hundred yards rushing. I I meant to write down his receiving yards. Um. I mean and, he he had he had an ungodly amount of touches, which is Mike Tomlin's mo. He just like runs his running backs into the ground. Like his his yards per carry was something like not good, like three point six yards. Up, in, actually, it, he got it to almost four with that huge uh, last game. Yeah, three point nine, three point nine. Yeah, but, yards but per go, carry. it's because he had two hundred yards, or whatever that last game. But before, um, or, or I mean, the, they're off. The, they're the off. Home game. Yeah, I mean, their their offensive line is pretty bad, right? Oh, it's awful. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, I mean, averaging four yards a carry isn't isn't that bad considering that right i mean correct yeah yeah so uh, seven up and, up until the final home game he was like at like 3.6 or something which is right. not not, not well, so good and seven seven touchdowns i i yeah i i still i again i i thought he yeah, had it I get until it. the end there so you get it all right hey uh before you move on what uh you guys probably didn't write this down Co- coach of the year do you have anything Ooh. on that uh, I, I did not but what do you got 
I was going to say, let me just give a nod to uh, Mike Vrabel. Uh, after Derrick Henry went down, the Titans, I mean, everybody who's anybody in yeah. sports media, even us here on this podcast, said these guys are going nowhere <coughs> fast. So, I mean, the fact that they still got the number one seed in the AFC, an extra week for Derrick Henry to get ready, he's going to come back fresh. Don't know how he's going to be, but, hey, man, you got to give credit to that team for fighting. And uh, I'm going to say Bill Belichick is right behind him. You know, I said coming into the year that he would do his best coaching job. He's in the playoffs with a rookie quarterback. It's going to be his first playoff game since I guess he was a Cleveland Browns head coach without Tom Brady as his quarterback. So it's going to be interesting. So I'd give the nod to Vrabel slightly over Bill Belichick. JL? You don't care, uh, probably. No, hundred percent agree. That's exact. Right. I didn't know if you were going to expand, expound on it, and say Belichick, but that's that's exactly right. Uh, um, hat, t- hat tip to your Niners. I appreciate that. Rallying, rallying, and a couple injuries. Uh, you know, uh, early on, Garoppolo was injured, and they they hung around. They're, they they know, did. They, they kept finding running backs to put out there, and also they found new ways to use Debo, like but yeah. like five. I got five numbers or on six. that. Well, I'll get to that in the playoff preview, but I agree. Shanahan, obviously, probably not coach of the year, but I'm going to give them credit for not packing it, packing it in and calling it a season when they were, uh, I believe they were 2-4 and four or whatever they were, 3-4. and four. And uh, like you said, yeah, they found ways to uh, change it up. Defense got better as the season went on, too. Yeah. Uh, I think co- coach of the year is probably my least favorite award in all the professional sports because I feel like it never actually goes to, like, the best coaching job. Yeah, yeah like the best guy. Co- yeah, the best coaching job because it, it, it they're all, it's always going to be favored towards the teams with the best record who almost always have the best talent. Yeah, I, or I a think, team that bounced back or something. Yeah, like that. I, I think hands down, I think Nick Sirianni should get the award. Uh, Ooh, and this is and it, and you know I don't I'm not I know people think I'm not a fan of it like I'm not a, an Eagles fan like obviously I'm in Philly so like I that's the game that I get so I have to watch when I watch football that's the main game there. Uh, this guy is a first year head coach. He was a wide he was a wide receivers coach right with Indianapolis. Yep. Yep. Um, he had after getting highly criticized by national media, Philly media, the fans for the first like five games. This guy was able to adjust on the fly and basically just say, you know what? I'm not going to, we're not winning if we have this quarterback throw the ball 30 times a game. Like, the skill set's not there yet. Like, we got to completely change what we plan to do coming into the year. They became a run first team. They played field position. Uh, They let the defense settle in and they just started rattling off win after win. I know, I know they, you know, they're in the NFC East, so you don't have, you know, you're getting basically four free wins against the dumpster fire that became the Washington football team and the dumpster fire that's been the New York Giants all season. But yep. to me, for a first-year head coach, because when you're, to me, a first-year head coach, it's like we, the pre- there's so much pressure to find out what Jalen Hurts can do as a quarterback. And he just said, screw it. He's like, no, he's like, we're, listen, this guy, he's he's not great throwing the ball. This this is what he's this is what he's good at. We're gonna have him throw it less than twenty times. When we're in the red zone, we're gonna use his legs, and we're just gonna run the ball the rest of the way. And I thought I think his ability to change there was was just phenomenal. And they end up making the friggin' playoffs. Like, yeah, that's the big shocker right there. And I, listen, they're nine and eight. Listen, I, and I get, I get it. Like you know, the NFC. You know, they got four games against NFC East teams. But hey, 
That's, you know, the 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 Patriots have been getting friggin' how many games against AFC North or sorry, AFC East? Is that what it is? Yeah, for the last 20 yeah. years. Yeah, yeah. Who, when, who when those teams. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah, when they, those teams. They change the divisions every hey, year. Who knows? Hey, yeah. Drew, pat yourself on the back because that, that was very, that was an outside the box. Uh, I'm just saying. I, I, I that's like why. It. But that's why I hate this award because like it's never you know they're gonna they're you know they would give it to McCarthy before they gave it to Sariat, which is a joke. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah, so I, I think it, would be I like I, it should go him. I, I do agree, Teddy. I, th- I think it goes to Vrabel. Uh, I think the fact that they're they were the one seed, they hung in there without, uh, yeah, without uh, Derrick Henry. And Julio Jones has has barely played all year too. So it's really been Tannehill. Uh, they found whoever they could find at running back. Uh, AJ Brown was was out for a lot of the year too. So yeah, props uh, to just how they found yeah. ways to win on that team. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the dark horse is they give it to what's his face on the Packers, but I Lafleur. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't know how they can do that when Rodgers did nothing but shit on him in the entire offseason. So, uh, all right. So that's the coaches. Let's get into the meats and potatoes, the playoffs. Uh, real quick, real quick. I know I always say real quick for everything on this podcast. We're going three hours. Fuck it. We're going three hours today. Uh, real quick, I'm just gonna rattle off. What our preseason or not our, pre, our our preview show playoff picks were, all right. So Teddy, you had I'm going to start division winners and then the wild cards. We're going to go NFC, AFC. Teddy, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, San Francisco, Washington Football Team as your division winners. You had your wild cards. We're going to be the Rams, the Seahawks, and the Saints. So four teams in the NFC, AFC. Cleveland Browns, Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, Kansas City Chiefs is your division winners and your wild cards, the Baltimore Ravens, the Dolphins, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So in the grand total, you got eight out of 14 playoff teams correct. Over 50%. Good for you. Jordan Edward White. I don't think that's actually his middle name, but what is your middle name? Uh, let's go with Edward. That's fine. All right, cool. Yeah, J-E-Dubs. J- J- e- I love it. Uh, Jordan, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Seattle, Washington football team as your division winners. 49ers, Vikings, and Rams as your wild card picks. AFC, Cleveland Browns, Buffalo Bills, Indianapolis Colts, and the Kansas City Chiefs as your division winners. Wild cards, the Pittsburgh Steelers, the L.A. Chargers, and the Denver Broncos. Oh, so, so, so close. Grand total of 7 out of 14. You're right there at 50%. I'm gonna still Way count. higher than I expected. I'm still going to count you as a winner. And listen, you were dude, you were still close. Like, Indy had a shot. Like, well, I guess then Pittsburgh doesn't get in. So, yeah. So, no, you really didn't have any chance there. Uh, but the Chargers could have won. If the Chargers, Chargers win that game. Den- you, Denver yeah. was there. Like, with three weeks ago, Denver Yeah, was, you still, yeah. Those yeah, they they were those squad, yeah, those squad, yeah, you're on, you're, yeah, yeah, you know, like, pat yourself on the back. The football team and the Vikings were really the only teams, uh, and Seattle was out, but, uh, and your host with the most, Tampa Bay, Green Bay, Rams, Cowboys, I believe that's four for four that's in the sweep. NFC on the division winners, wild card teams, Arizona Cardinals, San Francisco 49ers, and sadly, the Carolina Panthers. Yeah, you did well. Whew. AFC, Pittsburgh Steelers, Buffalo Bills, Tennessee Titans, 
Kansas City Chiefs as the division winners. Colts, Browns, Ravens as wild cards. So not as strong as the AFC. Grand total, though, 10 out of 14 teams. I'm going to give myself a big pat on the back. I don't know if you can hear it at home. That is pretty spectacular, if I do say so myself. Very well done. Thank you. Good job. And our And our Super Bowl predictions – Teddy's still alive. He's got the 49ers and the Buffalo Bills. Let's go. J.O., you're still kind of alive because you had Seattle versus Buffalo and the Chiefs. So two of your three teams are still alive. (laughs) And me, I have the Green Bay Packers and the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's where we were. All right. Now, let's get into the goods. Uh, I was overruled on how we were going to do this. So we're going to start with Saturday, 1 o'clock. Bengals Raiders in Cincinnati. Jordan, let's start with you because I know you're going to bring me some great shit on this game. What do we got? Who do you like? How's it going to roll? I wasn't ready. I was just ignoring you and listening to Instagram. Hold on. Oh, gosh. I I just, I don't know. It's such a close Uh, game. Raiders over. No, Raiders over Bengals. I I got. Um, Wow. My only, my, so here's the thing. I think the Bengals are actually better. I think the Bengals are going to win, but I know I suck, so I got to change my pick on some of these things. Je- so, jo- Jordan, oh, can I interrupt you for real quick? Okay. The best I forgot the best part of uh, the Chargers Raiders game was when the when when the Chargers had to uh, when the Chargers were going down for their field goal to tie. Jay was like, I can't believe my I can't believe. The hope of my team is now in the Raiders getting a stop on defense. <laughs> I remember and that. Then, and, then, and then when they kick the field goal and then they have to score, he's like, I can't believe our hope now comes down to the Raiders <laughs> having to execute and actually score here. Sorry. I, I meant to say that on the preview. It was my, probably my favorite part of Sunday night. That Sorry. Was funny. I digress, Joe. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, so, I mean, honestly, I just – I mean, who that – I mean, two, two – teams who just suck in the playoffs so um the only reason i went with raiders is because i just can't get out of my head that joe burrow uh the knee yeah he just yeah. they kept him in there he tweaked the knee and i'm like is that gonna affect things i don't know and the raiders honestly the biggest thing to me the raiders uh well, like two things one though they've they've really committed to josh jacobs a yeah. whole lot a whole lot more ever since they got rid of harbaugh and like he's done well, like he's rewarded them. So like that's a thing. Um, and also though, like the emergence of Hunter Renfro has been like, oh yeah, Love crazy. That guy. Like he's like, um, who was the guy? Um, I was, was just a, I was a year too early on him on fantasy. The, the slot receiver for um, he followed. Didn't he follow Peyton Manning to Denver? He was in in Indy Welk- and Denver. Wes Welker. No, West- no, no, Peyton Manning. Um, yeah, Wes uh, Welker was in Denver also. Slot oh, yeah, receiver. Yeah, nobody. Wasn't it, yeah, wasn't nobody, it, uh, nobody followed him for me. Who was? Denver. Who was it in Indy though? Um, uh, uh, oh. some of that. Okay, Staley, t- uh, Slay. Uh, oh, uh, no, uh, Stokely. Stokely, Stokely. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So it's like I feel like I'm watching the reincarnation of Brandon Stokely out there. That's a good Hunter comparison. Renfro. Good, good, good freaking memory. Um, I, I, I always want to say Ed McCaffrey just because uh, Easy Ed McCaffrey's my man. Yeah. But, but no, nobody's easy, Ed McCaffrey. But he reminds me of like Brandon Stokely out there, um, and um, I, I'm just like, damn, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go. And plus, Derek Carr, man, he's been around a while, and like, it's his time. So I'm 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 gonna pick the Raiders to win a playoff game. Shout I, out, shout I, out to Matt Crean, the Goaf, 
the go. Let's go. Drew, Drew said he can come back on the show if the Raiders make the playoffs. Laugh them out of the building. He, we got to get the goof back on. Bring this, on this, yeah. this was this was right after they lost to the Giants, by the way. Um, and by the way, I'm going to end zone spike because i fan of the team goof. And I'm pretty sure the first episode, I think I was the only person that still believed in Josh Jacobs. Everybody was like, guys, they just signed uh, – What's who was, the, who was the backup they signed? Kenyon Drake. Oh, my God. They signed Kenyon Drake. Jacobs yeah. is done. I'm like – did I was like – didn't they sign him to like some minimum contract and like every team's got two running backs and like everyone was like oh i was like i was like no, this guy I, was re- i was like number, this guy was really good last year like why why is everybody like ah oh, he's, he's he's number dying. one they did not sign him to a minimum contract that's why everybody was saying what this did they get they gave him big money it was like Drake? two and a half million to be a backup yeah just to be a backup is that is that oh, okay well well, anyway. number two, I agreed with you. I was like, I oh, wanted well, maybe. Okay, I, I, I think Teddy. I think I think you were the guy who was like, ah, uh, Jay. I mean, come on, Jacob. It's like, yeah, everybody. I'm not has on. A, yeah, I was not on. I don't know why. Yeah, he was good. I don't think Goff was either. But I, I was like, dude, he was good last year. Like, and like, why? I don't understand why everybody. Even when we were drafting, we were drafting in, in fantasy. He had a good fantasy year last year too. Um, a good fantasy year last year. Fuck all you. <laughs> I went off my back. Uh, I'm going the Bengals. Uh, one, I Burrow's knee does concern me. Uh. Go, again, like let's get cute and just keep going for it instead of taking the three points. And now you know he gets tweaked up. Um, but I've said the Raiders. I'm just I can't. I don't think in good conscience I can select the Raiders after I've been calling them trash for seven straight weeks. So I like the Bengals at home. I I don't know how they defend Chase. I, I know that that front's been playing really well on the defensive side of the football. And if Burr's knee is tweaked, that's going to be trouble. But I, I think the Bengals get back to utilizing Mixon a lot more in the in the run in the past game, and I think Chase just just goes off. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Bengals in a close. I think this is like a field goal game. What do you got, Teddy? Yeah, I'm with Jordan on this. I'm, I'm gonna pick the Raiders. I went back and forth for a little bit. Uh, Derek Carr, his first ever playoff game. If you remember, a couple years back, they had that one seed, but he he broke his foot right before yeah. they uh, got into the playoffs. So they played Houston, th- yeah. Yeah, this is his first playoff game. I'm with I'm with Jordan in that this is his time. I feel like this is his time to prove to all the doubters wrong, to kind of step it up here and prove all the doubters that he's had over the past couple of years. And although both these teams have a long playoff winning drought and you want to say both teams are very young, I think the Raiders have a slight edge of experience, although not playoff experience. I just think that they're the slightly more veteran team than the Bengals. Yeah. Um, I, I know Derek Carr historically hasn't done well in cold-weather games. I think it's supposed to be cold in Cincinnati. But I just think the fact that the Bengals kind of rested players this past week, they're a young team. Uh, I think that the inexperience is going to show. Joey Joe Burrow is going to come out a little flat and a little rusty. Uh, and I think that the, the Raiders, you know, they had the benefit of just they had to win to get in. I know it's an emotional game, but I think they'll keep it rolling here. Give me the Raiders to uh, win this one. Uh, okay, and plus Waller. Waller is going to play. He played on Sunday, so for whatever whatever that's worth, it is at least. Um, and, and the Raiders' pass rush with uh, Crosby, Max Crosby, they've kind of been underrated there, under the radar a little bit. Okay, I like it. I like it. I like it. All right, so then that takes us. Where are we going? Where are we going? Saturday, our second game. Whew. Division rivals. The rubber match. I guess you could call it rivals. It hasn't really been much of a rivalry. The three-seed Buffalo Bills are going to host the Patriots. Teddy, we're going to start with you. 
Well, if you remember that these teams played at this same stadium, Orchard Park, about a month ago, uh, Mac, Mac Jones threw three passes. The, the wind chill was crazy. Um, the weather's looking like it's going to be below freezing, I think, on, on Saturday night, 15 degrees, chance of snow. But the, there's, no, there's nothing in the forecast about a crazy wind. So the Bills should be okay. Uh, the Bills, the Bills should be okay in this one. Uh, now, the only way that I could see that the New England Patriots even having a chance in this one is if they have to execute the similar game plan to the one that they just had about a month ago, where they dominate in the run, which the Bills have shown to be susceptible. But uh, when it comes to the pass, I just don't see Mac Jones, a rookie quarterback, going into his first playoff game in Buffalo, a hostile environment. It's going to be cold. Uh, those fans are going to be riled up. I can't see you know him coming out there guns blazing. I, I think Buffalo is going to execute their game plan of uh, you know Josh Allen getting it to Diggs, getting into, getting it to Knox. They're going to have a solid run game, and uh, although the weather might not be in their favor, I think that uh, Buffalo is going to clearly handle New England in this one and and take the rubber match and move on. What about you, Jordan? What do you think? Um, I say that here here's here's what i'm looking for i i'm i think buffalo's going to win and and i am maybe the most this might be the most intrigued out of all the games i am on, on this game specifically this one point will mac jones be able to make the big throws in the playoffs under pressure yeah um I, I said it all year. I, that's my biggest question. You know, Bill Belichick can game plan around having a rookie quarterback, this and that. But when when all the chips are down in the playoffs and you have to have a drive and you have to make an out route to the far hash for a first down, can he do it? Yeah, when you have, when you have to step up passes. in the pocket and drill a 15-yarder over the middle in the coverage into your guy – is Mac Jones going to be able to do it? I would assume at some point in his career he will be. Can he do it this year as a rookie? That it's going is, to be difficult. That's what I want to know. Um, it, it would be cool if he did just from watching him. I want to know. Um, but just I have to say just i don't know it's like uh it's like pavlov's dog like i can't like bill belichick in the playoffs like i just something is in my head where i have to root against them and i want to see mac jones fail even though i like him and it's not his fault but i'm just i want to see if he's going to be able to make the throws i have the bills winning the game and, and uh, listen even with the bills too it's like something's i said it earlier something has been off with them this year they they're not executing as well as they did last year they're still winning some games here but they put themselves now, they, they could have easily, if they win that Jacksonville game, they're tied with Kansas City. They could have been a two seed, and they could have had home field. Uh, now most likely they're going to win this game, and they have to go into Kansas City, you know, depending on what happens in these other games. But I think Buffalo still edges them out. Uh, Belichick's going to find a way to try to game plan against Josh Allen, but it comes down to Mac Jones, like you said. That was excellent uh, analysis by both of you. I'm proud of you. Uh, Joe, That's even funny. you. Joe, you, you did some homework on that one. I like it. Okay, thanks. I'm taking the the. Uh, oh, I already messed that up. Uh, I'm taking uh, the Patriots. I'm doubling wow. down. I'm doubling down on what I said two episodes ago that the Pats, where I gave Teddy, I gave you credit for saying they were going to be competitive. 
I said they were going to win the first round playoff series and be competitive in the second round. I I just I just don't feel it with the Bills, man. They can't run the ball. Ah, uh, you know. But I, as don't as you mu- think with New England dropping these ga- these last couple, they kind of stumbled at the end here. They lost to Miami. I mean, they, they stu- were kind they, of uninspired. Uh, they stumbled. Uh, they didn't lose to Jacksonville. Uh, the Bills did. I'm gonna go the Pats, man. I listen. I and I know. Listen, the Bills. I think the Bills are the better team. I think they have the better quarterback. And I think that's usually what matters. I just think the Patriots are. They have the better defense. They can run the ball, and that's what wins games here in uh, in January. the winter months. And what, now what, I don't know. I don't know what the forecast is. And what if what if it's just, what it's, if it's a what if it's, it's a blizzard degrees. again? No, that, it's a blizzard I, I said, again. I said it before. It's uh, 15 degrees. Chance of snow, but here's the thing: blizzard or not, the wind's not going to be crazy, and that's what cost the Bills last time. Okay. I'm gonna. If, I'm just. I just. A, what if it's a thong? What if it's something cool? <laughs> I don't even know about. What if it's, got, what if, what if it's cotton? Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna go. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna double down. Hey, stick on, with your guns, man. I'm just gonna double down on them. So, uh, and I didn't go with the upset on at the uh, the first game. So I'm gonna go with it on this one. Uh, all right, cool. So Sunday, 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 fun day. First game, Tom Brady and the Bucks host. Teddy's Jalen Hurts and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, I'll go first here, guys. I think the Bucks win. I do we do we have an update on Fournette? Is Fournette gonna play? I haven't seen anything on him. Jail, have you seen anything? Uh, no, I'll, I'll check Twitter. Real without quick. Fournette, I think it's a closer game because I think Fournette is very key to. I think they unlocked. I think once Tampa Bay unlocked him, I think that made them almost unbeatable this year last year it took him a little while to kind of get into the groove of the offense and i mean it's it definitely not the same leonard fournette that we saw last year with the uh with the buccaneers and just especially in the passing game when they didn't have when their receivers were getting locked up i mean fournette was just getting open for those short little six seven yard passes and then just getting huge yards after catch because he's just such a tank to bring down um even if he doesn't play i still think that they have They're too expecting much fournette to be back Okay, yeah, I I just think they have too much talent, and I do think that the Eagles' defense has got. I don't think it's as good as it's looked the last four weeks because three of those four weeks they played three backup quarterbacks. So I I do think the Buccane I think the Buccaneers do win that game. If Fournette's playing, I think it's pretty handedly as well. A couple couple scores they'll win by. Jordan, fly Eagles, fly. <laughs> really. Yep. Wow. Wow. That's big time right there. I have no Woo! analysis. I actually don't think they're going to win, but I'm picking them. I, I, I love I, it. I have, I have no reason why other than, like, they just they just freaking run the ball and keep everything close. I, I don't know. I, I'm picking the Eagles. Okay. Teddy? Well, so, uh, I'm not picking the Eagles, but something to support you. Uh, Brady's 1-3 and three against the NFC East in the playoffs. So uh, I guess that might be his Achilles Yeah, well, you, you guess what? You take those two Super Bowls away, and what's that What's that count for? Yeah, I mean, and Was- well, Washington played them tough last year in that game as well. So uh, Eagles, are, though, are 0-6 against winning teams uh, as, as, you know, as much as they've won this year, like you said, with the NFC East schedule. Um, you know, they're built on running the ball. They led the league in rushing. But the Buccaneers' defense, they're, just, they're built to stop the run. 
And uh, I think that, you know, Brady, Gronk, Evans, he should have his guys there. We don't know about Fournette, like you said, but yeah. I think Bucks should win this pretty handily. Yeah, I, 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 yeah, I agree. I think, again, Fournette. Fly, I think, Eagles fly. I just think Fournette's key to it being whether or not it's a blowout or a one-score game that's uh, got, you know, Buccaneer Your fans. Your key is Leonard Fournette. Yeah, he's been an absolute beast this year. I, okay, he hasn't been. You're right, J.O. You're right, Jordan. I didn't say, I didn't say that. Like, yeah, I didn't it, say that. It's either Tom Brady dominates or he doesn't. I mean. All right, I hate you. Tom Brady doesn't need friggin' Leonard Fournette for anything. Game two on they, Sunday. I mean, I mean, yeah, you know what? They they had dominant running backs up in New England all those years. I didn't say that, was, but I'm saying Leonard. Time. I'm saying Leonard, Leonard Fournette. Have the Bucks looked as dominant since Fournette went down? Have they lost no. since he went there? Yeah, they've lost. Well, then that supports me even more. They almost fly, lost to fly, the Jets. Fly. They almost lost to the Jets. Well, they beat Carolina twice. and they and Almost they only Jets. counts in, in horseshoes and hand grenades. Anyway. Right. Just like they're almost going to beat the Eagles. Teddy, this is your big game. Shout Sunday. Out your, shout out to your brother, Kevin. 425. Kevin Dallas. Yeah, huge. Yeah, 4 for 4 Philly all the way. Three six seed Dallas hosts the Niners. Theo, I'm gonna start yes, with sir. you. This is your baby. Give us all the goods. Before I get into it, I just found out that this game is also gonna be simulcast on Nickelodeon. If you guys, oh, you love, the, you uh, the, only, the only the only thing the you MVP. love more than clown, <laughs> the only thing he loves more than clowns is Nickelodeon telecast. That's exactly right. That is true. And if you guys remember <laughs> last year, I mean, you went nuts for it. The slot, the slime cam or whatever. When a guy scored a touchdown, the slime went it off. Was good. Yep. It was great. They did a good job. So I'm going to be kind of torn on uh, should I watch Romo and Nance call this one or should I watch it on Nickelodeon. But, uh, yeah, this is my baby. This is uh, – I think this is the best game of the weekend. Uh, it's it's kind of that 90s throwback playoff battle, the classic rivalry, 49ers-Cowboys. You all remember those uh, Steve Young and Troy Aikman battles in the uh, early 90s, man. That, this is what that reminds me of. And uh, a couple things to note in this one uh, – Kyle Shanahan, head coach of the 49ers. Dan Quinn, defensive coordinator of the Cowboys. What do they have in common? They were together in Atlanta when uh, they both blew that Super Bowl to, t to Tom Brady. Uh, Shanahan was the offensive coordinator. Dan Quinn was the uh, head coach. So this might be a chess match. I mean, I thought you Quinn were going to say they're Eskimo brothers. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. Well, what, Quinn, what up, Tully? Dan Quinn knows what Shanahan's going to do on offense, you know, and Shanahan knows what Quinn's going to throw at him on defense. So uh, it's going to be fun to watch the Niners' offense going against that Dallas defense, who, which is much improved this year. A um, couple, couple interesting notes here. Dallas has been, uh, since week nine, they've been one of the worst teams at stopping the run. Uh, they allow 130 yards a game on the ground. And what do the 49ers do best? They run the ball very well. They're one of the top – top five teams in the league Make at running line. the balls so uh the Niners the game plan there we know what it's going to be run the ball uh get Debo Samuel out you know out in the flat they've run the ball very well with Debo Samuel you mentioned him before Jordan his stats man look at this guy he's a wide receiver he's third in the league in yards from scrimmage first in the league in yards uh, after reception, fourth in the league in yards per rush. That's a receiver, fourth in the league in yards per rush. And he led the team in rushing touchdowns. So they're getting this guy involved in every facet of the game. Hell, he just threw a touchdown patch, pass against the Rams if you watch that game. So this guy's doing it all. He's going to be probably going up against uh, Trevon Diggs. That's going to be an interesting one. 
Uh, he's going to be key for them in this game. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, he just had a career-defining game against the Rams. He finally had one of those big signature game-winning uh, game drives. So his confidence is going to be at an all-time high, but we know that the Dallas defense has been much improved this year. So I think they're going to try their best to make Jimmy beat them. I mean, they're going to try to stop the run, but can you stop the run? They're not that good at stopping it. Uh, defensively for the Niners, they ended the season third overall. Since week 10 is when they turned it around. They uh, fourth in the pass rush, first in the run, stop, in run stopping, third overall in sacks, first in forced fumbles, fifth in fumble recoveries, fifth in yards per play allowed, and fifth in points per game allowed. So Dak Prescott is going to have his hands full with Nick Bosa and those guys coming at him the whole game. Going to be interesting to see if C.D. Lamb and Amari Cooper, are they going to be decoys? Are, is he going to be able to get them the ball? Are they going to be able to run the ball at all, first of all, with Zeke and Pollard? So that's going to be the big matchup to watch, the that Niners defense against the Dallas Cowboys offense. Well, Reckless, and, uh, Reckless Joe's boy is, uh, is going to be the key, the Cedric key for Wilson, the Cowboys. Right? Oh, he loves SETI. Yeah, it, your, your buddy Joe and Kevin Lacey have both said he might be the key. With Michael Gallup out for the year, they're going to have to find a way to get him involved. So they might be right. The Niners have kind of struggled uh, in third and long situations all year long. That's one uh, area of the team that's kind of struggled. So for me, I think it's going to come down to the Niners just run the ball very well. They're 2-4. and four. Now, Although the Niners were 2-4 and four in their division, they were 8-3 and three against the rest of the NFL. The Cowboys... <sighs> Wow. Six and zero, oh, six and zero oh against the NFC East, but against the rest of the NFL, six and five. So how good are they really? We're gonna find out this Sunday, and I think not, Bosa and the boys are gonna make life a living hell for Dak. Give me the 49ers in a close game. I can't wait for this one. Ah oh, man, I love it. I love the Homer pick. Can't wait, man. Love. God's sake, what was all that, huh? I'm sorry for rambling. Was that was that actual statistics and actual analysis? For Come on, man! What, Ted, what the Ted, hell? Ted, Ted, Teddy's Teddy makes up for the. I, I'm gonna pick this team. I don't know why. I'm just gonna pick them. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> that was tremendous. He was ready. He was ready. I was you know ready who for else it, man. is gonna be ready? Who? Here's my. And he didn't. He, right he didn't even. He didn't even stutter once. You ready for the analysis? Oh, what, do ready, man. what do you got? Bang, bang, Niner gang. Yeah, yes. let's go. There it is. Woo. See, that's how you get the people going. That's all you, you need. You lead in and say, you know what? You know what? Bang, bang, Niner gang. Bang, there bang, Niner gang. Debo, we trust. Debo. Debo. Love it, man. I love that pick. My analysis? Troy Aikman ain't walking through that door. Let's go. <laughs> bang, bang, Niner gang. Let's go. There it Sweep. is. There's the two bot per, two beers pot analysis. That's I'll go need, uh, man. slightly more in depth than Jo. I just I don't I don't trust Mike McCarthy to call a, a, an intelligent offensive game. I they got this thing where they've got two really good backs, which regardless of what the Niners defense can do, you should still try to wear them down with those two guys. But they're just obsessed with showing off like Dak Prescott trying to be a quarterback. They're gonna they're gonna listen. They're gonna need to because. You saw what the Niners did to the Rams on Sunday. They were uh, excuse, not wait, allowing any me. runs. Was that, was that Dak Prescott slander? It was. Yeah, I, I, like I will it. not. No, 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 it's not. No, 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 it's not Dak. I'm not slandering Dak, but I'm and saying when you have when you have two really good running backs. Yeah, let's like let's not act like the Rams have uh, all star running backs. Ted, they like, don't. These two, these guys are. They have, the Cowboys have a really good offensive line, and they have two really talented running backs. 
like you have you should be utilizing those guys and i think they just yeah. were like ah, gotcha. let's just okay. let, let's just throw the ball that's like, just for shit's a big matchup right there the niners stop i, I, the I, look, I love me some deck and if, if the, the niners just they got they got some juice flowing right now and if I agree. If, were, yeah. if, the, if the Cowboys were going up against someone else, uh, I'd probably pick the Cowboys, yeah. and I'd probably pick them deep. But yeah, and bang, while bang, while, uh, bang, while 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 Dak's doing yoga commercials, Jimmy G's banging porn stars. Give me the Niners. <laughs> Give me the Niners bang, all bang, day, every day, right there. Boom. Boom, boom. All right, let's go to Sunday night football. Chiefs Steelers, the two seven matchup. J.O., we let Teddy roll with his squad. You kick this one off, baby. What's Big, going down? Big Ben dropping balls greenside, chipping it in on the fly, picking the steal. No, I, I can't do it. I can't even keep a straight <laughs> face. Uh, I, uh, I, I I do have a funny feeling they're going to keep it close. and The spread is 12 and a half. Like, I, call me crazy. I don't know. I You're feel crazy. Like they're, I feel like they're going to keep it, keep it close for a while. And particularly if TJ Watt can do his thing, because how 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 did the Bucks beat them last year? Like the D line was able to go nuts, right? And like get pressure with four and five man rushes. That's all. The Steelers don't even blitz. All they do is four and five man rushes. And if TJ Watt could have some success, I'm not saying the Steelers win because they're the they're the definition of why there should not be seven teams in, in the in the playoffs like that there's just a horrible like like pedestal of oh here let's put the seventh team in it's like it's all about that tie baby no they no the tie baby tie is, tie baby tie just tie baby oh. um so i will pick the chiefs to beat them but i ah. think i think they could keep i think they could make it competitive and keep it interesting for a little bit Okay. All right. One guy believes in his team. The other guy's a puss. All right. Kansas City. And, and, and if I actually uh, pick them, you'd be like, you're, you're crazy. You're, 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 you're like, it's a lose-lose. Lose. chart. If he says this, dot, dot, follow the dot. I mean, the fact, the, the, fa- the, the, fact, the fact, the fact, the fact. If he doesn't take them, dot, dot, dot. Okay. If he does take them, dot, I wouldn't think it's crazy. The fact that the Steelers got in when all these improbabilities had to happen and then they owned the game almost ended in a tie to keep them out. It's almost like it's destiny. Uh, and then Mike Tom, Mike Tomlin's out there dancing to music in the locker room with the boys yeah. on hey, uh, TikTok. Here's I want to keep sending Mike Tomlin gifts. The loser gifts. of the Super Bowl usually has something stupid happen to them, like not even make the playoffs, or like they get in and then they lose. So like, they lost the Super Bowl last year. Like it wouldn't be. I don't think it would be as crazy as other people. Think. If they didn't, if they didn't look so god awful against them a couple weeks ago, I think there'd be more of a conversation about it. But they just look so bad, and then even against. A, you know the backup quarterback with Baltimore. They just still took took them over. I know to I, that, that's them. the thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Ted, I, what do you what do you I got here have on the this Chiefs one? Go ahead and, uh, and win that. Jordan, I I tried, man. I really tried to sit here and and break this down to find a way that I could sit here and pick the Steelers. You're not picking them, so it makes me feel a little bit better. But I just I, I can't find a way. But the only thing that I could say is maybe T.J. Watt can wreck this game. And the Chiefs have looked beatable this year, right? They've looked kind of flat, even this last game yeah. against Denver at the end of the year. Hills, they, Hills, Hills been uh, th- he's been limited the last few weeks here. Yeah, he ha- he hasn't had a lot of volume. I know they've been yeah. able to get a lot of other guys involved, but I think he's still pretty critical to them being successful. I agree with Drew saying that if if the Steelers didn't just get destroyed by the Chiefs a couple weeks back, like embarrassed. I mean, there might be more conversation, but. 
this is the only way that they could do this, make this happen. I mean, Watt has to take over the game, make life hell for Patrick Mahomes, force him into bad throws. I just don't, you know what it is? I don't trust the Steelers' offense, man. I, I, I know. Besides, besides Najee, I mean, if, if Big Ben had something, you know, if these guys had some kind of juice where you could be like they could go blow for blow with Kansas City, then I could maybe pick them. But unfortunately, I can't. I got to go with Kansas City in this one. Yep. Agreed. Uh, agreed on all counts. Again, it meant to me, it's just, I, I, crazy things have happened, so I don't think it's out of the realm, but I, I just don't know what adjustments the Steelers can make from yeah. two weeks ago that would make you, it, it'll be closer, but I just don't know what they do there. And it, for whatever reason, it seems like Deontay's got the yips again. He does. Yeah. He's dropping yeah, a little again. bit, little, little bit. And I mean, it's, he's got, he's got to be huge for them. So, and I, Hey, we I, could I, finally I, debut, uh, you know, a world premiere. We don't do spoilers on the show. Damn you, Teddy. <laughs> anyway, anyway, we'll have some singing next week, hopefully. That's all we'll say. Uh, all right, so now for our inaugural Monday Night Football game, which I know, Jordan, you're excited about. You were really thrilled about this. <laughs> you were really th- <laughs> He just went on a rant. Oh, uh, man, he went off. He he hates it. Uh, I actually I – th- he was complaining so much, I thought it was the Steelers in the Monday Night game. I'm like, what the hell does he care? I actually think this is the game of – this is the, the best first-round game and most compelling here. Uh, really? But yeah, I do. I just think it's it's two divi- it's it's two division rivals playing each other. Uh, you have the up upstart Ky- or uh, upstart Kyler Murray, who I mean, you said this was a huge year for him and the coach, right? Yep, because yep, this was you it. know you get three or four years, and if it doesn't work, you don't make the playoffs. You're out. They've been stumbling, like getting their they get their ass kicked by the Rams. You may still see a little break up there. Uh, and, you know, Matt Shatford, this is his time. It's time to sign. We'll see what happens. I, I think this game is incredibly competitive. Now it's on Monday night? It's on Monday night. Monday night, the first Monday night wild card playoff game. Uh, I'll start with this one. I, this one feels close to home because I picked the Cardinals to make the playoffs, and, you know, I'm I'm so anti-Matt Stafford. Uh, I think this game just comes down to who's able – which defense is able just to get get the get more more penetration <laughs> and uh, more more sacks to to stall out drives here and and change the field position? I, I believe it's the Rams. I think they have the better defense. The Cardinals they, they just have not looked right. And Ted, once again, Ted is why you're the football guy, man. You, you talked about Kyler Murray's efficiency coming off of these injuries, just like last yeah. year. He hasn't looked good. It's had a ripple effect, I think, all throughout the team. They haven't looked good. I don't think it. I, not that the that the Rams have no home field advantage because I, I'm pretty sure there were more Niners fans at that game than there were Rams games. If, there were. Yeah. So, but I just uh, I I think the Rams have too many advantages. I don't trust Matthew Stafford. You saw exactly what me and Jo have been talking about all year in that overtime game. Listen, the Niners have a great defense, but he made an unnecessary throw that led to an interception that ended the game. At the end of the first half, he made another just shithead throw that he didn't need to make that flipped the game because the Niners get three points off of that and start building some momentum. It's not Detroit. That's who Matthew Stafford is. You know, but I think that the defense uh, gets it done, and the Rams take this game. Teddy, hey, did, I was just gonna say before, was that a Freudian slip? I think you said Matt Shatford. Was that on purpose? 
Yeah, obviously it was over. <laughs> yeah, Terry yeah, was I don't think that was Freudian or slipping. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been, I've been. You kind, my of, you, kind of threw, you kind of threw that in there. I'm like, was I? I, I think you did that on purpose. I'm, I'm so, pretty so. sure my phone now auto corrects it to say Shatford. That's so. funny. <laughs> yeah, hey, Matt to, Shatford, bro. To your point with the um, the the pressure, getting the pressure on the quarterbacks, uh, the Rams are actually. Uh, I have it here. Hold on a second. Where did I write it? I'm sorry, guys. I'm actually okay. It should go. it should be better, whatever it is. Okay, the Rams are three and four when Stafford is sacked multiple times, more than twice. They're nine and one when he's sacked zero or one time. So if you if they could keep Stafford clean, uh, under two sacks, then they should win the game. So that, I didn't I didn't I didn't even look that up and said yeah. that was the key. How so fucking that, good am I? That's to your point right there, Drew. Um, Hey, man, listen, Matt Stafford, this is the reason they brought him here, right? This is why the, the reason you made the trades. This is what we've all been waiting for. Is he going to win his first playoff game? He's 0-3 in the playoffs. All the pressure is on him. And check this out. If he doesn't win this game, he's very close. Well, he, he will be in Andy Dalton territory. What that means is he will have tied Andy Dalton for the most playoff starts without a playoff win. So, that's what's on the line here. Matt Stafford, Jared Goff got these guys to a Super Bowl, took them into a divisional round. Matt with Stafford less, has with less talent, mind you. Granted, he had a better talented. he had a better running back, but better by God, back, yeah, yeah. He had, the, still, de- the defense is loaded, the offense is loaded. This, this I know. A, yeah, this was a Sean McVay call. You made the move because you believe that Stafford's going to take you to the promised land. I've been waving the flag all year. He's got to make me look right. So this is the, this is a game where Stafford has to step up and not make these poor throws that he's been making these last couple of weeks. Uh, you know the Rams with that bad loss to the Niners, they kind of stumble into the playoffs here. But one thing with the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, the fact that this is on the road, they're eight and one on the road this year. They're actually yeah. much better on the road than they've been at home. They've I think they're they've lost their last five at home, if I'm not mistaken. So they're. It's actually okay for them that they're going into LA for this. They won. They beat the Rams in LA the first time they played them. So, yeah. and again, that as of now, that stadium has no. It's like yeah. Cal, the Cowboys Stadium. There's no years. home field there. Yeah. No. It, yeah. And JJ Watt might be back for this one. The, the Cardinals might be getting a couple guys back here. That uh, is Hopkins, Hopkins playing. I think Hopkins is supposed to come back. I haven't All seen right. the official word yet. So really, Kyler Murray playing in his first playoff game. So a lot of pressure on him too. So. You you might be you might have hit the nail on the head of this. This might be the most more intriguing game, and it's going to be interesting to see who gives into the pressure, who steps up. I'm going to give the Rams the slight edge just because I think their defense is a little bit better. Okay. Okay. Firstly, Teddy, you got to stop saying you're going to give people the edge. It's it's just starting to freak me out. I'm sorry. Number no, number two, uh, that was a sexual joke. If nobody got that, <laughs> now, no, I, now no. I get now I got it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> number two. You guys are, are basically taking my analysis without even realizing it. The questions. Oh, is this, his fir- is this his first playoff start? Oh, is DeAndre back? Is JJ back? Oh, how are they going to – It's it's questions for for the Cardinals. And it is – what I think was not said there is it's obsession with the Rams. They went out and signed everybody they could under the sun. Gave away they, all the draft picks for everybody under the sun. They want this so bad. They have to win the first round. Have to. Or else it's beyond bad. So, it's a disaster if they don't win this one. It, it's Rams all the way. Rams, Rams, Rams. I, I'm just warning you. If if the Cardinals win this game, Teddy, just block me on all group chats everywhere. <laughs> hey, hey, we'll be I, right back here next week. I will be un 
merciful. Oh, to I'm you. aware of this. I'm Oof. aware. Of this. You already have been with Russell Westbrook, so I can only imagine. Oof. Oh my God. Oh, it's so good. It's so funny. Teddy's like, oh my God, the the Rams might actually still win this game. I'm like. Matthew Stafford is throwing the ball. <laughs> it's over. You're going. Right you're going. Right. Yeah, five. Yeah, f- yeah. F- a five, five yard underthrow on an unnecessary play. I'm like, you're fine, Teddy. Relax. Oh, dude, this isn't this isn't Lions, Matthew Stafford. I'm like, I hate you. I hate everything about you. All right, so we. Uh, Jay has got a lot. He's got the most dogs here. He's got he's he got does. the six six and seven seed in the NFC winning the five seed winning in the AFC. Uh, to, I guess me and you have we're close. Uh, I, I'm a little bit more chalk, so so this this will be this will be interesting. We will uh, we're not done yet. We're gonna be real quick here. One more segment, but uh, you know we'll after I guess we you know we can't record until after Monday now. Thanks to Roger Goodell's awesome plan to have a Monday night football game for the playoffs. So why would you do that? It's, you're putting those teams at a disadvantage. Oh, you, you really know, are. Oh, you know, you know, would be cool, guys. Why don't we push one of these games to Monday night prime time? <laughs> we we can get so much more revenue that way. We'll, let's let's reach out to Amazon. Let's stream it on Amazon, <laughs> and we'll, we'll let's let's have it. You know, we'll make a bajillion dollars, and it's and it, it, and it's like meantime, the, it's the friggin' playoffs, and you're giving them one less day of rest and planning. And okay, okay, sure. Yeah, I'm not a sure, fan of that either. Sure, Raj, that 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 sounds. Fair. Let's do that. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I'd much rather have a, a Saturday night game than a Monday night game. Uh, exactly. And make it awesome. But that's what they did last year, right? They did three and three. Yeah, they did three and three. Yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, so they've always cool. done. Yeah. So well, until they had the extra seed, obviously. But because then it was just two sure, and two, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we'll probably yeah. So Tuesday we'll probably be recording Tuesday next week. So I would have loved to get some live reaction Sunday night, but now we can't do that. So. <laughs> Any hoodles. All right, so now just for some funsies for anyone that you know was an avid listener last year, me and Jo did the bracket challenge where uh, we just went in blind. We 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 set up the brackets based on our first round predictions and picked all the way to the Super Bowl. So I figured for this uh, wasn't this that go- the one where you picked the I won, and, I, and, I then, and then switched the opposites all the way through and somehow claimed that you won both. I won the I won the bracket <laughs> challenge and I and I won our weekly we were we were just picking weekly and I was I won all the weekly picks yeah, too. And, and each week I was like, "True, didn't you pick the other team?" And you were like, "Well, this way now that I see the games, I'm going to pick the opposite." Because like, you but you didn't you, you didn't this? you didn't understand the concept of the two separate uh, yeah, It was two, my fault. But it, that's it how you fault, that's how fault. you ensure that you win. You just go opposite. You just hedge your bets. I won them both. Oh my god. Well, because we don't re- cuz in the brackets we don't re- we're not re- that's it. Like once you pick these it. brackets. So what are we doing t- this year? <laughs> we're, we're just we're just going to do the we're just going to do the bracket one. We're not going to keep track weekly of of these picks as they change. So we're going to okay. based on I kept track and I did the seeds because I I, 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 we don't have time for me to go on the ranting about how I hate reseeding, but I have them based on what everybody picked, and we're gonna pick. We're just gonna go across. We're gonna pick our AFC NFC uh, winners, and then the Super Bowl. So I'm gonna start with Jo because Jo, I'm proud of you, man. You brought it tonight. This was like, I mean, it's 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 a given that Teddy's gonna bring it and just be ready and full of awesome information. But you you were good tonight. Pat yourself on the back, sir. Thanks, buddy. Let's start with the AFC. So, all right. So we already said the first round. I got the Chiefs over the Steelers, the Bills over the Pats, and the Raiders yeah, over I, the Bengals. Yeah, just I, I got this. I already wrote it down. Uh, okay. I, I wrote it down. I did it live. So, Titans, God, Raiders, see. second round. Who do you T- got? Titans. Derek Titans. Henry's back. The king. The king has returned. Beautiful. So, Bills. Yep. Chiefs. 
Got the Bills. The Bills. Woo! Bills. Who goes to the revenge, Super Bowl? The revenge game from last year. Who goes um, to the Super Bowl? Titans, Bills. The King has returned. Titans. I said wow. the Chariot was coming into a pumpkin because their window was closing. They kept the window open one more year. So now the they... Titans now to... Hey, my the, buddy Chris will be very happy with you for picking the Titans. Oh, man, we should fly out to Nashville and do a live podcast Oof. from the game, huh? That'd be awesome. I got I got some friends we could stay with out there. That's that we might do that. Uh Ram all right, NFC. Rams, Niners. Um again, I wanted to take the Niners the whole way, but the Rams are in desperation mode because if it doesn't happen this year, they might have an, one year more, but like they've just risked so much in the short term. That they have to win, and I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go uh, Rams over Niners. Packers, Eagles. Packers over the Eagles by a lot. <laughs> by a lot. <laughs> Who goes to the Super Bowl? You know I am not picking Aaron Rodgers to make this. Yes, Super Bowl. So you're that going. Stay wow, tripping up in the, He's in, going Shatford. He's uh, going he Shatford. He's tripping up in the playoffs. Titans Rams Super Bowl. Titans Rams Super Bowl. Hey, you were you were you were you were so you were so anti Rams to start the year. You didn't even want to put him in the playoffs, and now you got him in the Super Bowl. I thought well, you got winning the playoffs. You were you were very reluctant because of Stafford in the beginning of the year. Gotcha. Very reluctant uh, to win so the Super Bowl. Bowl? Rams Titans. Might as well keep it going. The re- the Titans to the win. King. Ah, the Titans. The King has returned. The King the is freak. back. Derrick Henry, Julio, AJ Brown, Tannehill. They somehow pull it all together. Man, my buddy's gonna Titans love to you, man. Uh, I'd love to see Julio get a ring because he should have got one. Stupid yeah. coaching. Who the hell would hire that fucking offensive coordinator? Uh, I know, right? <laughs> my son was born that day. Really, I was, I was I was in the hospital watching yeah. the twenty. Oh, that's amazing! That's awesome. Yeah, well, it wasn't for me. I was like, "Thank you, Tom Brady." That's back when everybody hated Tom Brady. I was like, "You're ruining my day." Yeah. <laughs> All right, Teddy, your turn. Right, AFC Titans Raiders. Titans. Uh, I th- I thought there was a chance you might go Raiders. Nah, Titans. On me. I gotta stick with them. Bills Chiefs. Give me Buffalo. Woo, he's riding that Josh Allen trade. Too bad they're going home. You guys know what I'm ending up with, but go ahead. Bills, Titans, going to keep it alive. I have to. Buffalo, I'm going with the preseason pick. Buffalo. Uh, I love it. He's going Bills. going Billsies. All right. Packers, Niners, do it. Do it. You know what I'm going with. The Niners own Rodgers in the bang, playoffs. Bang, Teddy, bang, the, bang, ni- bang, the, ni- the, Niners, the Niners are going to – Get Teddy, Teddy flush with that $10 for me and J.O., or it. <laughs> it's going to be burning it up. I love bang, it. Bang, bang, right. nine again. Give me Jimmy Niners, the baby. Bucks, Rams. Give me the Bucks. Love it. And Bucks. I'm setting up. You know what I'm setting up? I'm Niners. Setting up. Now I'm not, I'm not even going to ask you. I'm just writing Niners. Well, the, I'm setting up Brady versus Garoppolo in the NFC title. How Rangers, awesome is that? Which is what I want to see. And then give me Jimmy G and the boys beating oh, uh, yeah. upsetting Tom Brady's sentiment to retirement. Beautiful. Niners, Bills. Who's winning the Super Bowl, Ted? Bang, bang, Niner gang. 
Oh my 49ers. gosh. I, I hope it happens. That would be amazing on the Two Beers podcast if our guest hosts have picked the NBA championship and the, and the Super Bowl in the preseason back to back. That's right. That, uh, right? No uh, other podcast could claim that, literally. I'm channeling Tory White with that one. I hope it happens. I really hope that happens. Let's go. Uh, go I love you. it. Let's let's go. Uh, I'd love to send that Jimmy G uh, <laughs> gif out just forever and ever and ever. Me Him, too. That overthrow to Nato Sanders will haunt my dreams forever. Yeah, uh, same here. All right, so now it's up to me. Uh, all right, so I got Bengals, Kansas City. Uh, I'm going to take Kansas City to win that game. I think it's close, just like the last time they played. I just I trust Andy Reid in that situation. I think uh, I think they get it done. Tennessee versus the Patriots. I think that the King uh, is the equalizer in that game. I think Tennessee ends up getting the win. <sighs> I wanted to take Tennessee, but same with Teddy. I'm going to take the Chiefs because I picked the Chiefs in the pre in the preseason preview to win. Uh, so I'm going to take Kansas City there. NFC Rams Bucks uh, Shafford stops in the second round and I continue to laugh at Teddy for thinking that he's good and the difference maker um, I'm gonna take the Bucks and Tom Brady Green Bay I sorry Ted I just I think Rodgers I, I think Rodgers has a, I think Rodgers has a great game against them <sighs> I'm only picking Green Bay here over the Bucks because I picked again I picked them in the preseason same as you Ted uh, I think the Bucks I, again I I think the Bucks will probably win, but I'm going to stick with it. Green Bay, Kansas City, one more time. I'm just going to stick with my preseason prediction. I'm going to say the Packers beat the Chiefs, and Aaron Rodgers finally gets it done. The State Farm those two, Bowl. Those are two good uh, preseason picks we got alive there. We do, yeah. I like No, yeah. no other podcast will be able to say that for, for the NBA and the NFL back-to-back. If we no get them, yeah. No other podcast. No other podcast. Right. I'm rooting for you guys. I'm not even rooting for myself. Thanks, buddy. Uh, I mean, well, in, in no other podcast did anybody pick three teams to make the Super Bowl. So you also, <laughs> you also, you also got that going for you, man. Hey, by Don't... the way, I just realized this. I have the Titans over the Bills in the AFC Championship. That's the uh, that's the replay of the Music City Miracle. Yes, it is Music City Ooh, Miracle, man. Nineteen ninety nine. Good call. Good call on you, that. You yeah. know, I always and you have off. the Titans and Rams too. Nineteen ninety nine Super Bowl, that famous Mike Jones tackle at the one yard line. At the one uh, yard line. It was that was the year after. That was the same year as the Music City. Miracle. For three, for yes, three, for I, I'm pretty sure for three straight years after that, I still swore he got in the end zone. <laughs> I was like, yeah. he's in. He was in. They were he's cheated. In. It's like, did you did you see the replay where he's like a foot short? I was like, no. It's it's all right. HD wasn't out yet, true. It was, no, yeah. I was you like, watching, no. You were watching on the same fuzzy channels. You were watching the third man Hulk Hogan coming. I, <laughs> I thought I, I thought I thought that play was as close as the Alabama uh, fumble out or the defender out of bounds last night. Like I thought it was that close. In reality, it was like you know Jo's like wank out of out of whack. So there we are. We got it rolling, everybody. This was our playoff preview. You're going to hear us now on a weekly basis now that we're in the playoffs, similar to the uh, the two-for-one NBA special. We're going to keep bringing you bringing you the heat. Uh, boys, this was good. I appreciate the, fun, uh, I always. appreciate all the hard work and prep work, especially you, Jordan. Uh, yeah, man. Big kisses. Good talk. See you out there. Any given Sunday, you're either going to win or you're going to lose. <laughs>